While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. episode of movies on the rocks it is us the moody boys motor 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 anyways but whoa uh, that was new that was new dude i'm just i'm feeling the funk you know i I feel like i feel like uh kevin nealon in fucking billy madison feeling the flow you know doing the horse dance working it working it okay working it working it feeling the flow Anyways, um, all right, so as always, it's us, the Motor Boys. It is I, Tomas. We're here with Derek. Hello, hello. And Eric. Hello. Oh, shit. Once again, with that sexy voice. Anyways, mm-hmm. but uh, it's this <laughs> week. Uh, we, just if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, boy. Give him an eargasm. Anyways, um, before we get started, this is, of course, the movies on the rocks. We're here to, of course, as always, talk shit, talk shit about a movie if it's good, talk wax poetic about a movie if it's fantastic, wax uh, and if it's terrible, we just blame it on Derek because he watches anime. I Otherwise, it's on Derek's show, guys. <laughs> and and of what? course, sometimes we do other things as well. But um, either way, um, this week we are we are going to be speaking about the um, uh, motion picture Children of Men. Fantastic flick. I haven't seen it in 15 years. It was great. Um, it was huge. And um, <laughs> if, uh, but, you know, before we get to that, um, I want to, you know, read you guys a joke. Just want to throw it out there. Is it going to be better uh, than the other one you gave us? One no, something about that a truck is, last time. That was rough. No, no, this is the one I gave real. you today. It's the one I gave you this morning, earlier today. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> a sixth grade teacher it. in Florida asked her class how many were Trump fans. Despite them not knowing what a Trump fan was, but wanting to be liked by the teacher, they all raised their hands. Well, all except for little Timmy. The teacher looked over to little Timmy and asked, Timmy, why are you being different again, man? Well, he said, because I'm not a Trump fan. Why aren't you a Trump fan, demanded the teacher. Because I'm a Democrat, Timmy replied. The teacher sniffed and said, oh, really? Why are you a Democrat? Well, mom is a Democrat, my dad's a Democrat, so I guess I'm a Democrat too. Oh, really? This teacher snorted. Then what if your mom was a fool and your dad was a jerk? What would that make you? Little Timmy smiled and said, a Trump fan. All right, guys. Oh let's God. move Welcome forward. Welcome to Movies on the Rocks, huh? <laughs> oh, the political spice coming in. You came like you that, woke you know, up with violence today and said, <laughs> I'm ready to I'm roll. Like, What's I that, felt like, you know, uh, it's like, it's like chose violence today. Yeah, mm. it's like I put that, that red, you know, pepper salt in my Corona. Anyways, <laughs> so that's yeah, what's that stuff called? I always forget. I was going to call it. What's it is called? That, what, chamoy? Is yeah, that chamoy? Chamoy. Right? Chamoy. Well, chamoy is like that sauce stuff, too. It's like the what? 
There's like a sauce that goes with the the seasonings. Yeah, it's oh. chamoy, right? Chamoy is the sauce. What are the seasonings? Oh, chamoy is a sauce? That's what I'm saying. I thought chamoy was a seasoning. Ah, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Oh, no. No, I'm right. Because chamoy is the sauce. Tahin you, 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 is the seasoning. Tahin. There you go. Tahin. Oh, I think he's right. Yeah. Tahin, I only know yes. this because my Tahin. wife's got it all in our seasoning. Yeah, She's got like yeah. eight bottles. <laughs> honestly, too, I was about to say I'm going to trust you over me because you yeah. have more experience. Yeah. So. It's yeah. just negligible difference, though. <laughs> I really don't have a clue. It's weird. I got to stop doing it. So today, guys, Derek's actually, we are we are together in person. Yes. Derek. Uh, Tomas is not here, unfortunately, but me and Derek live in the same area. So I know, and it's weird <laughs> talking to you. Last hour, it's been great. I, you know, <laughs> we have been the whole time. We still are. But uh, it's awesome. Yeah, his like, wife was saying goodbye. We were holding hands. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so you're saying Be goodbye nice. with divorce papers. So you're saying goodbye you with go. divorce papers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! But I mean, there's a reason why Derek at your house is that you know he's got no internet, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're clearly that riffing, folks. If you if you hear it, it's because we're jabbing quite literally at each other. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I was telling him before. Uh, this if he is what doesn't, it's like when we're together in person. I was telling him before if he doesn't come correct. <laughs> yes, yes I want to stick to very conservative thoughts because I I value right. my teeth. That's right. I would like to keep them where they are. This is good. I would like <laughs> well, you since, to keep them. Well, since I'm as in long as, state. as long as we all agree that anime is far superior to melodrama. You're, oh my you're god, really kick close. him, kick you're him. Really close, kick him. It's so close. Kick him. So close. Well, well, since I'm is, in the like state, Eric's, I... actually, Eric's actually a very large man, and so oh, yeah. he probably doesn't have to lean over. He just like could sock I, I, me I, from I, where I he's at. Like, yeah. I've got like free reign to the nuts. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Well, since I don't have this to worry about podcast, that myself. Folks. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Oh, by, by the way, by the way, by the way, um, Eric, fuck the Knicks, bro. Listen, I'm not saying shit. To him. I'm not saying <laughs> damn thing. No. You be talking your shit. Tomas, you be talking your shit. Okay? You be sending me them memes and them gifts. And I, know, shit about I, know, you I know. I know. I know. I'll and send I ain't you one, saying a damn one. thing. No, I'm not I'll saying I'll send another one tomorrow night. I'll send another one tomorrow night. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. shit. Okay. <laughs> I hope, okay. I, hope uh, I hope. the Knicks bring some swimming trunks because they ain't leaving. They ain't going home, bro. They're going to go party. Cause they just lost their season. Oh, Did we'll I just we'll gather that the we'll Knicks see. are going against like what the Heat or yes, something? Brother. Yes. Welcome, yeah. welcome to this Earth. Sports yeah. Ball welcome, thing. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to uh, was it uh, was it today's day today, today May eleventh of the yeah. year twenty twenty three. Anyways, uh, before we get started on uh, what we do, what we do. Let, God damn it, Siri! <laughs> Siri's telling you what you asked. What day Shut up, Siri? She's answering. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, before we do that, let's go ahead and get to our drinks, fellas. Um, I am uh, I am drinking. Honestly, I had surgery, and I don't know when I'll be able to have alcohol at this point. But uh, I'm just drinking some Crystal Light Fruit Punch, and it's glorious. Then get the fuck off the show, Tomas. Oh, no. right, get the fuck out of oh, no. here. I'm gonna, try, look, I'm gonna try. I'll be trying in a few weeks. I'll try something. In a few weeks. But I heard that. Oh, I heard the minute you get some alcohol in your body, you're like. Fucked up, like yeah, literally. Yeah, you're good. Maybe on you're your send off show, Eric. I might do it on your send off show. Oh gosh! <laughs> you oh, just what a commitment! <laughs> what a commitment! Jeez, I don't know gosh. when that'll be, but we'll see. It happens, anyways. <laughs> well, the surgery is all good things for people at home. Don't yes, need to stress yes. out. Indeed, is solid. He's on a, on, a, on a good path. Indeed, indeed, indeed. 
Jeez. So, well, Derek, what are you drinking, you dummy? What are you drinking, oh. Derek? Yeah, so uh, I knew I was coming over here, and so I needed to play it safe. So <laughs> I could only fit so many beers in my son's. He literally brought his lunchbox. own beer. He brought his own <laughs> beer. Like, I, like real talk. I had beer here to offer him. I did not expect him to bring his. He brought his own beer. Yeah, yeah. How how rude are you, bro? In that, in that Look, Paw Patrol, we just talked about how lunchbox. I have to try and earn my keep for actually being on this fucking podcast. I have to bring <laughs> beer, right? Oh, okay. God. Anyway. I could only fit two beers in my son's Paw Patrol lunchbox, which I think is comedic God. in itself that I had to use this. I'm true, I'm true dad mode at this point. Which which Paw Patrol? Which which puppy? Uh, is the one with the? It looks like cop, a badge. The on Chase. It? Have a yeah, because badge? they're all puns. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Chase is, is on ultimate, the case. Ultimate dad mode here, folks. <laughs> my beer that I brought because I only brought two for tonight is uh, another uh, yes. super dry asahi. Oh yeah, we have more beer. I guess I could have more after this. Yeah, and I have yes, you more can. That you have too. Well, yeah. So this is a super dry Asahi. I just brought okay. I Do you it. like it? It's tasty. You like it? Yeah, I love it. It's, great. Uh, it's because it's Japanese. And anything, yeah, of course. It, anything. It's out of such Japan a nice light yeah, flavor, so... dude. I love it. They have um, a darker, I guess, lager or whatever that I do not enjoy. It's way too strong, but this is such a nice light beer. Dude. I right, really enjoy it. Very clear. Because it's, it's Japanese. What? Which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know I if love you that consider you love it Japan. Japanese. It was brewed in Italy and I bought it at freaking H-E-B. Dude. <laughs> That's pretty far from Japan. All parts so around. So is that not a Japanese beer then? I don't know. Maybe the company is. Maybe yeah. the formula is. I don't know. Anyway. All right, well, I'm scapegoating. Uh, what are you drinking, Eric? You are, I know. I know. Derek being, um, Derek being a, instead of a, you know how they have Francophiles, people who love French culture, Japanese. He's a Japanophile. Yeah, pretty they much. They call those weebs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking. I'm drinking what I'm calling a Long Island iced tea, which is just iced tea with a bunch of different liquors in it. So that's what I'm drinking today. Punch, punch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sounds like something. And it's and let me tell you, it's working already. Jersey. Yeah, tornado, that's good. Food. In a big old Whataburger cup. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's going to get real. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Well, now that we've talked about our drinks today, let's go ahead and take it to the news desk. News of the day. News of the day. Today. I don't know. Lord. Why, why, why are we dealing with this? 2023. <laughs> All right. Well, Derek, you said you had news to talk about. What's the news you wanted yeah. to talk about, bro? Dude, got, I buddy. got so much news. We're going to have news out the ass, dude. All right. You ready for this? So do I, bro. So do I. But go ahead. So I don't know if you guys caught this, but Netflix greenlit a show uh, recently that essentially is kind of a dramatization uh, docu-series for uh, Queen Cleopatra. So oh, yes. this is this is uh, supposed to be super cool show. You know, they're it's one of the, their like, let, let's say their big investments for the coming season. You guys remember how they typically will have like one or two front runners for the whole year that they're going to spend a ton of money on, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of, let's say, hubbub about the fact that they cast a black woman as Queen Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the 
the the the reason I brought this to you actually has nothing to do with that part necessarily. Okay, well, that's I'm perplexed. The, Which the we country, will discuss. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. The country of Egypt has a state-sponsored network that they have decided to publish and greenlight their own show that pre, that essentially does because they were uh, uh, offended that there was a black woman cast as Queen Cleopatra. So instead of like just blocking the show or ignoring the show, their state-sponsored television network is going to create a show that does it better in their eyes. All right. And so, so okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say. So I thought that was like super crazy that like a whole ass government just decided that we're not okay with you, you know, changing the race of a prominent character, whether it was written that way or history historically or whatever. I thought that was crazy. That's okay. First off, that's the dumbest shit ever. Secondly, people who are upset over the race of Clean Cleopatra are apparently okay. I'm going to try and say this without saying bad words again, because it's going to take all of my, all of me to be Hold it back. Hold forthcoming. It back. Just put away the bad. I'm putting Usa. away the bad. So people who apparently are mad over her being black, one, they're probably super racist. Two, completely ignorant of absolute fucking, okay, I'm sorry, absolute history. All right, so if people don't know historically, yes, Cleopatra was Egyptian. We all know that. She came from Egypt, blah, blah, blah. She is a part of the line of what they call the uh, the Ptolemaic pharaohs. All right? Do you guys know what that is? No. Yeah. It, it was just right. like no a, idea. a main It's a line tree. of pharaohs. It's a, it's a line. It's, a, it's her family tree, but it goes back to Alexander the Great because he ruled Egypt. Okay? At one point. When he conquered his world, his empire... Part of it was Egypt when he conquered Egypt and he became the ruler of Egypt empire. So the pharaohs that were after him are known as the Ptolemaic pharaohs. Correct me, though, if I'm wrong, but I believe that's where it starts. OK, so they have a lineage that's Greek. But here's the rub. By the time we get to Cleopatra, it's already been multiple upon multiple generations of Ptolemaic pharaohs marrying Egyptian royal people. So by the time we get to Cleopatra, her quote unquote whiteness is so far gone mm. that it's like if you talk to like if you see somebody who, you know, is who is from Europe, but their family's been there since the 1600s and they're just they're dark because they've married so much into into into. <laughs> Different cultures. I'm sure this is out there. I'm sure this is out there. But is there like images of what we think Cleopatra would would really look? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And she looks like, and she looks like an Egyptian. Like, and this lady, the girl who's playing Cleopatra. I mean, we're not talking. She's like, you know, like super dark, dark, dark African. She's very. She's she's a light skinned African American or uh, um a black woman. Hmm. It's interesting too because I mean, I, I I get I get like people want I I get the idea of casting a show at this point in time, you could probably find an Egyptian actress to do a great job, but it's not like they're, they're casting Cleopatra as Elizabeth Taylor. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Like it's not completely off. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's, I think it's interesting here. Here's the thing. Um, Cause I, 
I looked at this from a whole other perspective. Like inherently, of course, I would disagree with, you know, a country thinking that they need to, you know, create their own spin of something because something else out there is so appalling that they need to take action. I think that's a little ludicrous, right? But I mean, realistically, whenever I looked at this, I'm thinking, well, Netflix didn't green light this show for, you know, historical accuracy. It, it's a dramatization inherently. Yeah. But then you can. Yeah. Then can't you? Can't you make the same argument about about the Little Mermaid being black? Well, that's, that's, well, no, because that whenever I whenever I look at that fantasy. scenario, I think about how does the race of this character at all change the ability to tell the story or keep true to the original writing? Yeah, I guess you're right. That is a completely different thing. But with Cleopatra, though, she was Egyptian, and if that black woman isn't Egyptian, then but it's not, a dramatization. Like, by the way, I'm, by the way I'm, I'm devil's advocating here, guys. Yeah, but <laughs> okay, what, I'm, what I'm saying is it's a dramatization, <laughs> though. It's yeah. not meant yeah. to be historically accurate. Oh, this no. Is, actually, it is. In the sense of, this is like those, um, like the, uh, these are their, um, what are they called? I don't want to say they're documentaries. They're like, it's a dramatization, but it's a historical dramatization that they use like actual like uh, professors and paleontologists and history people, hist- historical you know, figures like people who are teach history and that kind of stuff who wrote about her that are experts on so really, Cleopatra. The only thing that's off is that she's black. That's the only thing that it sounds well, like. I mean, here's yeah. the thing. And, and, and they're like I narrating the whole, they're narrating the whole show and they're narrating the whole show. You know what I mean? Have you seen those? Like they have the, the same thing for yeah. the, the one about samurai that is great. Or they have like people who are experts in Japan narrating the show. And then of course, in, you know, behind them, they're dramatizing. But when you look at the the artwork, or I'm sorry, the the pre-release photos for the Netflix series, yeah. it looks very diverse. It does not I, seem to follow. I was just about to say any. That. It does not seem like like they were trying yeah. to place it within the, no, the traditional so Egyptian population. Yeah, I don't think that. Was it the it point. seems just like they've they've kind of Maybe. taken a, a a pre-written story and rather than typecasting it to whatever what was beholden to that era, they found the best actress. No, they, they either filmed no, down the best actress, or maybe they, they just cared because they dude, probably I'm, just hired people based on I, how today's yeah. demographics look. Because well, you know okay, that's so in this in this promo picture here. Uh-huh. I'm looking at almost every race. I see white people. I see black people. I see Egyptians. Um, I look. It looks a few like people. See, look it looks a like, an, like an, an American from, Indian in this one. I don't know, but this yeah. is a, this looks like a cornucopia of culture in this show. Now, it's like, people from like Pakistan and Middle East, and but there's uh, a here's, lot of here, representation of color in here, which I, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> here's my question to you: Is that promo picture just like like a picture? Everybody like a like a thing, taking a picture. They're all just like taking a picture, or is it actually like a still from the show? Because there could be a couple of things with that. It could be some of those people are playing slaves from different countries. No, it's kind of it's kind of looks like a like a promo like a photo where they're trying to like show the courtroom of the uh, like of her her court. Uh, you know, like whenever they okay. all be standing in the open room. All right, I guess we'll have to wait and see. It I'll might see, be a still. It might just be a, a, a. Send that to me, dude. Send that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to see sure. it. All right. Okay. But, um, uh, I mean, who knows? But I mean, I just really think story. I, it is a very interesting story, and I just think that it's the same type of situation that people have with, you know, what's her name become being Little Mermaid. They just they have this image in their mind of who that person is, and they just can't see past the aspect of, hey, let's do something else, you know. Just like with, you know, and this is a lot of this is also I think you can also, it's very in my opinion, 
people haven't started doing this until you saw what Lin Manuel did with Hamilton. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but because- like but here's the thing, like I it was okay, for example, with Hamilton, was it meant to be a like a teaching guide for history? Was it meant to be something that was uh, to behold and to be absolute truth, right? Can it be used in education? No, that wasn't his his gear. He was trying to find a way to make history somewhat more entertaining and obviously, you know, led Inclusive. to great success, right? And, and, and But the thing is, whenever they cast all those different actors and actresses that were not necessarily the race of the character that they were portraying, it did not detract from the story in any way. It no. did not somehow make it cheapened or lessened or exactly. you know, anything. Like that. And so it, it wasn't, it didn't matter in that scenario, the way that that story was told, it didn't matter. Right. There are times, you know, we talked about whenever uh ghost in the shell live action with Scarlett Johansson came out and whether or not they were uh, whitewashing, you know, the acting process whenever they selected her. But frankly, we talked about it. You know, the character that she's portraying is, yes, has a Japanese name, but she was a child that had been never in biological form. She never had a race, right? That character did not truly have to be portrayed by a Japanese woman. It could have been anybody. And they just picked somebody who, you know, was big at the time and did a good job and was going to draw a lot of eyes and yada, 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 and, you know, had a following. So it made a lot of sense. So, I don't know. I just don't think it really matters whenever you're looking at something that's meant to be dramatized. If it's not used for education, it can't be looked at as absolute truth. And you've got a lot of liberties you can take. I agree with that. I agree with that. I I, I understand that. And I agree with that. As long as it's not, as long as it is dramatization, you know, and it's not being used for like educational purposes, then yeah, I I think that makes sense. I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to every rule. I don't mean to say that there's like a hard and fast line, but you know, these are all situations that seem totally fine to me. Like who's, who is this possibly bothering? Who is it hurting? Yeah. And, and is it actually causing a problem? Because a lot of people I think are just stuck with what's always been as the only way to do it, Mm. Mm. you know? Anyway, yeah, that was one of my news articles. You got one, Tomas? Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got plenty, brother. So okay, so um, as far oh, cool. as the news one. article, um, <laughs> you're an idiot, dude. Go ahead. Oh man, all right. So we all know that recently, I mean, probably since the last time, I don't know, but we know that Wrexham got mm-hmm. promoted, dude. And Ready to go, dude, folks. <laughs> they they got promoted to League Two, uh, mm-hmm. which still puts them you know four levels below premier league but either way uh, they're they're in league two uh so they um they got promoted and recently from the promotion rob McElhenney and uh the, the and ryan reynolds got the whole team oh i took saw them this. yeah to yeah, vegas yeah. really to vegas. Yeah, they had to they leave their cards at home they said they had to yes. leave their cards at home meaning you need yeah man they want to they went on like a yeah. four-day bender dude he just like had them go party and there's a picture of them at the pool i was like holy shit dude sun's out guns out brother jesus yeah. christ like it was nuts like That's i saw rob mcclellan i'm like holy shit mcclellan you're huge what the fuck like, yeah rob mcclellan is a is he's he's jacked yeah yeah he's fucking diesel bro but i was just like damn and then like Recently, like people got, I've gotten pissed at Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney because they're like supporting like Wrexham's bitter rivals, like Knotts County. 
because Knotts County came in second behind them. Mm-hmm. And because they came in second, they have to play in the playoffs to get promoted as well. And they're like, we want them to get promoted, but we're going to have, we, they, they can't. So we're going to support them. So they actually made it. Knotts County made it to the, uh, the national league final at Wembley and they're playing mm-hmm. against some other team. And if they win, they get promoted as well, which is what, and, and they're like saying, Oh, we're going to support. And they're even going to go to the game at Wembley. Like they're going to go support the team too. Because they just they just felt like because people are mad about that. It's such a good community, right? Yeah, people are mad about that. But it's just like, dude, just let them have their fun and and let them be supportive of another team, which they felt was a great team that pushed Wrexham to the limits. Because yeah, I think last game they not at that's respect in the game, guys. That's respect too, man. It's respect too. That's the owner of a team saying, "I you 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 made my team work." So I'm coming to watch you. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry. I think that's respect. I always remember we used to do it whenever we were in like like high school. And middle school, like the, the we'd actually go and watch other teams play that we supported, yeah. Because yeah. like that was like part of it, right? Like, yeah, we're competing against each other sometimes, but like we're Let's all just having a great time trying to be yeah, better, man. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it. it's like uh, it's like what Pat Riley did when he was a coach down in Miami the nineties, like the last after when Jordan retired, like the second time he retired, mm-hmm. like on his farewell trip around the country, he like. Retired twenty three from uh, the Heat, oh, and he put yeah. he, he hung he hung it up in the rafters because it was he had respect for the guy. He respected him completely. Yeah. So he's like, no yeah, one on this team is going to wear twenty three right? ever again. So great, yeah, it's wild. But hey, yeah, I was um, just like laughing it up, dude. I, I in a similar uh, vein, uh, have you guys been watching Ted Lasso? Uh, yeah, oh, we yeah. This week. I'm not. I'm not. I watched this week. This game, so I'm. I'm not. I haven't watched this week either. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about how the season's been going? I did. I love this show. I love this, this show. show. Has gotten much more dramatic this year, and pe- I know people are pissed that it's gotten much oh, more dramatic. But I love, so I love that it's gotten that to the point because yeah, I, man. I have a feeling I see where it's going. It's, so it's deep. Here's the thing: it's like, very deep. I love how it has. It, it's had a little bit of a shift in this season to focus on our characters rather than the soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, and I, I don't mean that it had a bad, an imbalance before it was still very a, a different, but good balance. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. We're getting a little bit more of the characters. I like that. They're starting to develop out some of the arcs that I was really hoping for. Mm. Right. With like, um, I've forgotten her name, but the, the team owner, like getting Rebecca. to see, yeah, Rebecca, some of the stuff that she's going through now mm-hmm. and dude, I'm, I am here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bro, so for real. hoping it doesn't fall on its face. We've only got another what one or two episodes at this point. I know it's getting close. Uh, was it ten episodes or twelve? I thought it was twelve. I don't know. Oh, if it's that many, then we've got quite a few more. Hold on, let me we look. Let me like look. I'll more. look now. Um, I'll but, look. Did I'll you look bring it up but... for any reason? You're just asking it for a while. Well, he it. brought up Wrexham, so oh, okay. You, you know. were just like, yeah, ten plus. Yeah, of course. Ten that's so. Yeah. I'm I mean, I have a feeling I know where it's going, but I can't tell you for sure. Yeah, it's twelve episodes. Okay, nice. And what are we on episode eight right now? Where well episode nine is the one that came out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's three uh, more. There's man. three more, dude. But it was I watched it today with Michelle at lunch, dude. Like I was like, oh, I'm only gonna watch like twenty minutes, I gotta get back to work. Fuck that, bro. I watched the whole goddamn thing. I gotta watch it. And it's 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 great the way they're dealing with stuff, dude. Like like last episode was the whole thing with Keely's phone and uh, her shit getting hacked and stuff. And like they're dealing with shit that and some people are really pissed. They're like, Oh, this is the show's gotten so like dramatic this season. I'm like, Well, dude, I mean, 
eventually it was going to be dealing with some shit. It can't just all be fucking fun and games, dude. I know. It, it, these people deal with shit. It wasn't just about the team. It was about the development of all these characters. And like when we and developed the, the team, we were really developing those players. But now we've got all these other side stories that are not necessarily on the on the field when when, when the game is mm-hmm. being played, right? And we're getting developed those. I now. think that's great, though. Like, what, yeah, like let's how do much it. better can you get? Than it humanizes, especially when you're already like so invested in these characters who you've gotten so little backstory on. This is like, uh, guys, it's like the thing that's annoying to me. I didn't know that people were even upset about it because, like, I don't read any yeah. like reviews anymore. But like the fact that people are upset about it, that's stupid. This show is written so well. And it you, is. You get these really deep, deep concepts and walk away still feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That are well, hard, and- hard, deep concepts. But you walk away from the episode and you're like, oh, man, that was I, I feel like a what a what a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh so my gosh. Lame, like man. today. Today's <laughs> episode was that bro entirely, man. This one that came out this week. Oh, yeah, I love it. You guys watch it. You guys should watch it after we record. No internet and all, it's tough. No, 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 no. I'm saying here right now, you two together. Yeah. I okay. have to wait for uh, I, can't, I can't I have to wait for Rima. Oh yeah, that show will break up marriages. Let's yes, not do yes. That. Okay. We need to acknowledge that need to acknowledge that this happened. Uh-huh. Um Go ahead. There, there's there's different uh there's a different person in the hot seat in Europe now. We've got a new king. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> Who cares? Okay, moving uh, on. Much of the world cares. That's moving not a huge on. deal in 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 Houston in in America, honestly. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but you know, congratulations, folks. Whatever. All moving right. On. Next, next news. Who's next news? So we, 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 do, we do, we do, we do have a listener in the UK because we do have a, a weekly down. An, each episode, we get a download in the UK, bro. But I'll tell you what, who our, where our biggest fans are, bro, in fucking Germany, baby. Guten right. Tag. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's well, hey, I'm folks. Uh, yeah, guten tag. <laughs> guten tag. Anyways, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Guten Abend if it was morning. Um, me, and, so, me, and yeah, Sal, me and Sal's, me and Sal's other bestie, Mike, mm-hmm. super German, super German. Maybe, Is it him? I He's hope the one him. guy. I hope it's him. <laughs> <laughs> he's but just, we got, we got. He's, he's just. I'm gonna tell you his 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 father's name, which is funny. <laughs> and his father probably hate. We probably Gunther? hate that I'm saying his name on on the internet. But um, his father's name. You can't get more German than this. Is Fritz Barth? Fritz Barth. Fritz. Fritz Bart. Barth. Bart. Bart. So Fritz. That's Fritz great. von Barth. We used to call him Fritz von Barth, but his, <laughs> his name is Fritz Barth. His last name is Barth. That's so great. You can't get What's your friend's German. name again? What's your friend's name again? Mike. My friend's name is Mike. He's Mike. luckily he has a regular <laughs> Mike. Name. He just got a regular name. Yeah. <laughs> now I bet you his name is I bet you his name is Michael, but it's spelled like M I K E L or some shit like that. <laughs> I wish that would make it even funnier, but no, it's, it's <laughs> but I wish. Oh my god. No, no, yeah, um, no. It was uh but no, no, yeah. So well, I, those are listeners, folks, but yeah, dude. Welcome. Our one UK welcome. listener. How, glad you got a new king. Uh have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you seen all the memes? Like they have like oh him. Oh my gosh, so many. Someone, someone, so many, someone had him like someone had him sitting on the Iron Throne, like <laughs> for Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then someone like someone other one made like a picture of Camilla, and it was like as he was like the side the, the side chick who played the long game. I'm like, fuck, that's me. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I've seen that one. That's all right, that's all right. I was like, holy shit. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, fuck me, happy, bro. Happy yeah, coronation. No. <laughs> happy coronation. But now yeah. as a Debbie Downer, I don't know if you guys saw, but the other day that, that Paramount had a whole mess of layoffs. Oh, shit, mm. really? So oh, Paramount, Paramount had a whole mess of layoffs the other day. And the biggest victim that I've seen so far is the death of MTV News. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Ooh. No more MTV News. It's gone. You know, gone. Um, now, they haven't really been doing that. They tried to bring it back recently, but yeah. like, I mean, Kurt Loader wasn't a part of it. But but yeah. like they tried to bring it back in the last few years to try and get it. to. But yeah, no, they, they shut down the entire news department. MTV. Yeah. Man, Shit. what a change. It's the end of an era, dude. It sure is. For 36 years, dude. MTV News is gone. Yeah. You know, it's funny I say all these things because it, it will be something I miss not like knowing that it's gone, but I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching. Well, when, when, I feel when like it we was, were there was the, like we were 12 in the MTVs 90s and there's MTV. so much content that's like. Yeah, well, well I, it's because Viacom up, owns like all that. I also grew up like watching MTV news. Like I, I yeah. you know. I, MTV when videos were still around before your day. You've never experienced that. <laughs> I Derek. totally watched. You've never. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. No, Derek. you were. You're like part you of the pit my ride generation. I will. And I will mention that when I watched it, it had to be at the wee hours of the morning while music was still on. Derek, you graduated in 2018. You have from that high school. Is okay. A lie. <laughs> you have no idea. You okay? are just blatantly no lying. Idea. <laughs> I don't even know if he remembers TRL. So. Yeah, he has no idea what TRL is. You have, you know what TRL is for real? What is it? What is it? You don't know. I'm you don't know. So done with this conversation. Oh, he know, doesn't Derek. know. You don't know, you don't know bro. Derek. You don't know. You, do you do you know what this song is? Do you know what this song is? You know Carson Daly. You know who that is. <laughs> what, do you song? know? Hey, I, I have a song. I don't know if you remember. It goes, "You heard it." Doon, do 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 do. First, bang! That's the MTV, the MTV news. news. Yeah, yeah, bro, you see that? You that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So fuck you, Derek. Because yep. <laughs> it's the shit on Derek hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, it always is. Goddamn hey, Gen so, Z. In other quick news, <laughs> millennial, whatever uh, he is. <laughs> somehow it's a big deal that Sesame Street is introducing their first ever Filipino American Muppet. Why is that a big deal? Why is I don't it know. It was big enough to be on Yahoo News, is and it... I thought it was quite hysterical oh, that somehow someone cared. Yeah, this no. is great. Why not keep doing it like St- Sesame Street has done forever? Right? I think the big deal should be that. Wait, it took them this long to get a Filipino Muppet. Yeah, that's I like, mean, that's I what mean, to be like. Wow, look, wait, I'm it's not going to fault them for like. <laughs> not having ever thought about it when we've already seen them make the right choice over and over and over yeah, again oh, I'm for not so mad long. Yeah, yeah. So it's not I think they any way possible that this was it. somehow like malicious or somehow, you know, neglected or that they didn't have like diversity in their writing staff or whatever. Like they've proven to be making all the right choices for so long that I'm like, look, you're doing more of the right thing. Keep going. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know what? And I'm sure you know, now that I think about it, I'm sure it'll be a big deal whenever they bring on their first, you know, LGBTQ Muppet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. somehow she breaks the mold than what we've all expected for so long. But, I mean, they're just doing God's work. Let's keep going. Right? That's, yeah, word, man. I mean, word. you know, you, you, you know what? You know what Sesame Street was created for, right? Uh, I'm going to take a, I'm just going to say education. But education. But, like you, know right. for, you know, do you know for who? 
I would imagine like underprivileged children, right? Underprivileged it's always been on like youth. PBS for a long time, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, so that's why they. Oh, so they were like, oh, so they were making content for the kids that they were making content for. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Wow. Amazing. So they actually did the right thing. They're like, <laughs> hey, let's make content for the the demographic that we're trying exactly. to make content yeah, for. Yeah, How yeah, about yeah. that? Exactly. Then they've been doing it for a hundred years. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's fucking it's fucking blows your mind. I mean. Yeah. Jeez, that's, just not, go, that's just not where to go. <laughs> I saw that it's and I was wild, like, well, that, why is this even news? Like, Jeez. I if, know if they'd gone out of their way and done like, I don't know, four new kinds of character that they'd never done all at once so that it was a spectacle, then maybe that'd be stupid, right? You're making it a big deal, but it sounds like they just brought a new character. They even, um, I, I was looking at, they even had, uh, what's his name? Cal Penn, the guy from Harold and Kumar. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had him as a guest host or, you know, participant or whatever for the episode that they brought in this American or Indian American. Did I say that? No, no. Philippine American, uh, the person. So I assume that's that's his, you know, historical culture or whatever. And so why not? Like, this, Cal? you're doing more. Cal's of the no, Cal, Yeah, Cal's. I think Cal. What's the it's I think the you're other talking one. about John Cho. John. Yeah, it's not. It's it's. Uh, why did it say? Oh, maybe I'm reading the wrong part of the article. I'll find it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We're good. We don't need to talk about it anymore. I think we understand. But either way, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. So they brought in okay, so alongside I got... Cal Penn. So maybe it was. Oh, uh, because it's Asian. Because he's Asian. Oh, yeah. Cal Penn's Asian. They both are. Yeah. He's Asian. Yeah, I guess yeah they that, both are. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. He's South Asian because Cal Penn's family yeah. is from I think, India or Pakistan or something like that. But yeah, he's South Asian. So yeah. So that, that works. That that tracks. That tracks. Oh, that so track. it's not specifically it Filipino. But all right. Yeah. Yeah, I think Again, I think it's just a, it was going to be a, like a South Asian character. I think that's what they're trying to do. Because well, you know why? Because it's 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 um, Asian American and Pacific Islander Month supposedly this month. Oh sure, yeah, another great reason. Why not? Great time. Oh yeah, okay, that's well, why. That's one of the reasons why they celebrate did it. Okay. these people. Yeah. Interesting. All that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now this will be the last thing we talk about tonight, and it's about Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, right, yeah, I have one yeah, more. Let's I talk bring about Nintendo. This last one. <laughs> what? Okay. Did you guys hear about Dolly Parton? <laughs> what about her, man? Uh, oh, hold on. I, uh, you mean you mean Amer- you mean national treasure, wonderful yeah. human being? What about her? Another wonderful of human America? being. Yes. So she's hosting a whole shit ton of stars of music on her next album, including. I'm going to read you a couple of these names: Snoop Dogg, Elton John. <laughs> I hope. Snoop Dogg, Elton John, so. The Beatles. Steve Perry of Journey. Oh yeah, wow. there's only two left, but yeah. Sting, um, Peter Frampton, uh, Chris Stapleton. I'm trying to look for other people that I would recognize because even I don't recognize some of these folks. Um, uh, Pat Benatar and Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney, Peter Frampton. You just said Fleet that, Mac-wood. yeah. Um, and all of these are like, she's already got her, I guess her track list released and all the people that are going to be like joining her on this like mega album, Mm -hmm. dude, this is going to be huge. I'm so pumped for this. I love Dolly, dude. Do you guys ever listen to that podcast about her? It's such a good podcast. I'll send you guys a podcast. It's fucking great. It's like six episodes. They're amazing. So it's fucking great. It's about Dolly Parton, the guy, guy who, uh, the guy, this guy's like dad is like Dolly Parton's like orthopedic surgeon when she got into a car accident shit and they became like best friends like her his dad and her became like best friends he's like he's like in like like of like his his dad's from like india 
And he's like, of course, he's his parents are from India and he's of Indian descent, but he's born and raised, he's born and raised in like Tennessee. <laughs> so he's like, it's the weirdest thing to be friends with Dolly and all this. It's great. It's a great podcast. You guys gotta listen to it. But cool. it's from this you American life. The they they pop they pop listening. Actually yeah. know how to find what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah I saw yeah, this yeah. and I'll I was like, it. this is this is crazy. Like, oh, there's Kid Rock also, but um uh, you can tell that I don't really like Kid Rock. There's uh Pink, <laughs> And Miley Cyrus and Lizzo, um, Rob Halford, Nikki Six, John Five. That is a huge. That's a big. It's it's big list. the the article is um, thirty nine music stars hmm. on her album. That's thirty nine other people. Like that's that's gonna be huge. So I feel like this is gonna be at least worth even Cheryl Crow, totally worth like you know however much I'm gonna say like what twenty forty bucks for some kind of set disc set or whatever because that's a lot of songs dude yeah yeah she no it's called but okay i found the podcast it's called dolly parton's america it's great oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was actually it was actually a top shelf of mine back in the day so yeah, yeah. but uh but anyways but right. yeah no, that's that was my last news all right nintendo. So let's go to nintendo this is, we're gonna talk about nintendo and then we're gonna get started on the movie bro all right so if on, i gotta go download know, this game real quick today is today is the day before the release of Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. So I haven't bought it yet, but I will probably soon. I, I got a few games I want to get through first, but but yeah, I mean that I can't wait for this fucking game to come out, dude. I cannot fucking wait. You guys got it already, I assume, or at least I paid mean, for it already. My, mine's already paid for it and downloaded. I just can't access it till midnight. So yeah. it's downloaded. <laughs> when you press the button, like it lets you click on it, it goes. The internet's checking if you can access the software software yet, and uh, it definitely won't let me. Yeah, I tried <laughs> multiple times. I want it. Oh. I have not bought it. I won't buy it yet. I have my reasons. He's still working on Breath of the Wild. I got to finish Breath of the Wild, and the other thing is, like, you'll never finish have, it. I was telling Eric that I don't have internet at my house. You know when these games come out, they need a bunch of patches. So I'd have to take my Switch to my mom's house like some teenager <laughs> to download a video game so that I can take it back to my house so I can play it and then maybe not be able to play it because I don't have the patches. So, so my God, so disappointing in you, Derek. You could have just brought it to this high house tonight. Well, then I'd still have to go home with no internet and no patches. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of understand that because if you I don't get have you, access I get to get those patches, it could fuck up the experience. Well, and like, yeah. I, you know, I still am having such a good time with Breath of the Wild. I'm I'm trying to get all those Karak seeds and shit, and I'm I'm really close. But Eric was like, I was telling him earlier, he was making fun of me because I actually have not tried to beat Ganon yet. <laughs> like, it's the one thing I've you, never tried what? to go do. I've yeah, been doing dude. everything else before I go to do that. And oh so that's like I I've got like eight or nine hundred hours oh, logged in this game. Ganon three times. I played the game three <laughs> times, and he hasn't done it. <laughs> well, and I say you probably played it three times in less than I have played yes, my one most time. Most likely, most likely, because <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm pretty sure I'm somewhere near eight or nine hundred hours. Oh, at I this think point. I'm only at like four hundred and something. Yeah. See. Yeah, no, yeah I'm I've nowhere been, near this, that because I'm not a completionist ass like you two. Oh yeah, god, I, mean, been, I can't even, I can't do the Korok seed thing though, bro. You're crazy. I, no, I, Dude, I'm so close. <laughs> you're nuts. I think I've got like 40 I'm, or something like that missing. Oh my god. There's 999 of them, I think. Yeah, I think something like Yeah, there is. Like there is. No. Like yeah. It's 999. 
Wow, Derek. I'm so I'm, I'm so I'm, I don't have internet. You. I can't get the game patches, and I haven't finished Breath of the Wild. And I know that as soon as I buy this Breath of the Wild two, I will never go back to finish Breath of the Wild one, and that will hurt <laughs> me until I die. So because I've got OCD out the ass, I'm waiting for now. But I but Eric told me he's like, you need to beat Breath of the Wild and be done with it by the time you get internet. Yeah. So that you can you can yeah. buy two and and not like regret it or whatever because yeah. that's realistically in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm I might take his advice. We'll see. I think I'll let you All know right, well, first, folks. Well, speaking of you know buying stuff on Nintendo, so this past uh, quarter, Nintendo released their profits. So we're gonna talk about this because it's probably gonna be a lead into what we can kind of decide with Tears of the Kingdom. They just released their profits, and the past either the past year or the past quarter, no, the past year, the past quarter, their profits went down on the Switch by fifty-seven percent. Supposedly, really? profits went. Down. Oh wait, you're talking about like game sales, for example. Yes, yeah, okay. their profits and all that kind of stuff. The the money they've been making off the Switch oh. compared to last year, same time last year, has gone down by fifty-seven percent. Now Oof, people are yeah. wondering, is it because, you know. Tears of the Kingdom hasn't come out. Will that give it a bump? Is it also because this system is almost seven years old? It's old, yeah, it's old. It's, it's an true. old system, yeah. you know. In comparison, we've already had two new generations since then, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, of other systems. We had Xbox Series One and well, Xbox. And that half whatever. release they did wasn't really a release, right? So exactly with the new the OLED one. Yeah, wasn't that's really, not. A, you know, it's that's not a, it's the same system. Yeah, I think it's just a better it's the same screen. System. It's just a, a screen. better battery. It life, is a right? screen. It's, yeah, an, it's an LED screen. It's a better screen. It's an OLED screen. So people are wondering, are they going to come out with whatever they're calling the Switch 2? They don't know. No one's announced anything. Nintendo hasn't announced anything. But then you have, you know, it's not like they're hard up for money because if you guys have not been hiding under a fucking rock for the past, I don't know, month, you know, they had a little movie called Super Bravo Brothers movie come out. Mm-hmm. And it's made $1.5 billion worldwide. Well, they made their money back. That's for sure. Have you oh, seen? God, have you guys seen the movie? They're not going to make consoles anymore. They're not going to make any more no, games. No, no, yeah. have no. You, that was, have you that seen? Is, I just saw it. I just saw it last weekend, and I absolutely fucking loved it. I know. I so loved, I, it's so stupid. It's great. I loved it. <laughs> and like, it so literally much. hit every note. It was great. <laughs> it, was perfect. it was fantastic. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, I loved it. but yeah. I still haven't because seen it. of that. You haven't seen it yet? Oh, you need to watch it, dude. It's so worth it. I almost it. said it's something so worth to it. I'm glad you said that. So. I don't have any yeah. internet. Can't watch it. <laughs> but but it's it's so worth watching it. But here's the thing. So they've made $1.5 billion. Do you know how much money Nintendo's going to make off this movie? I don't know. Just probably on the motion nice, picture. Probably a nice on the mo- So not like merchandise, not additional game console or no. games or anything like Just that. Just the movie itself. They're They'd probably expecting... get like half a half a bill, right? I mean, they must have spent no like three hundred on it, right? Um, I don't know how no, much they spent, but basically, probably two hundred. Not that not that good a production. No, I don't. Think it, I don't <laughs> yeah. Think so they put actually no three hundred million is like Avatar close. Uh, that's what so I'm. Well, Avatar so was closer to four more, or five. I know, right? I know what I'm saying, but like. I'm just saying, like when you go to, I think like Marvel movies can be as low as like 150, 250. Yeah, I think that Super Mario was probably about 200. All right, so so they 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 put in about to create the motion picture. They it's they spent about 200 million dollars to create the motion picture. Look at this, 220 million. I nailed it. Oh, 220. You you nailed it, bro. You know, 220. Yeah, you're close. So they're expecting to to make another million, more millions, at least. 
the same amount and more. So they're expecting to make anywhere between, you know, 220 because they're going to think yeah. they know they're going to make their money back. Mm-hmm. You know, even after everything that they've spent for advertising, marketing, all that bullshit, they're expecting probably to make half a billion dollars at least. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, they make about five. On the motion picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. say I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to I'm going to put this out into the ether because, you know, frankly, I'd be happy with this outcome. Um I think if Nintendo has any brain cells at all, they will prep for the next Mario movie, the next, you know, franchise buster that they're going to bring out, this very second one, and we'll have a simultaneous console release right alongside it. And that Yeah, but that's going to be another be 2 3 years. Door busters. That is they should they can't I agree with you Derek, but like you said, they can't wait 2 or 3 more years to release another console. They're going to fall way behind. I I agree, but here like okay, maybe maybe it looks like another handheld, right? Not necessarily a home focused console like a Game Boy type thing. Well, switch well, I think it, it'll be another no, I think it'll I think be another no, 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 handheld no, no. What like I, I think this is their format moving so, forward. So, I think. Yeah. 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 What I mean is I've always viewed that Nintendo has had uh, a home console and a portable console. No, this is their home console. No, this is it. Yeah. They Switches. still release Game Boys, don't they? No. What, no. what is, is it, like the Game 3DS 37 or something Boy? like that? No, I Dude, know that yeah. we don't buy them. They, no, they, they still they sell it. They sell it, but they, and they still make it, but they don't make it as much, as much as they used to. Yeah, I don't think people like well, that's what I'm. that's what I'm saying. The Switch is, is if, that. If they're still producing an actual like focused handheld, like a Game Boy Evolution, Maybe that's the one that they time with the movie so that they can boost those sales. Get every, everyone's still, already buying a Switch. Get him another console. No, but we're still talking two, three, four years into the next movie, dude. That, that's fine. They're already not no, selling that, many of them. We're hitting, we're hitting already 10 years with the same no, 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 console. No, 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 no. So, so I don't, they the, still did release. Did come out seven? Is it really that long? It's, it's, it's been Switch at least came out in like 2017, I think. Well, yeah, because I've, oh, I've had shit, mine really? for at least Damn. six. I think you're right. I think he is right. Because I had, I got it when it came out. I got lucky and got one, but I don't remember what year it was. No, no. Here's what I'm saying. Of course, they need a refresh on the Switch. The next refresh is needed sooner than the next movie. I agree. But when the next movie comes, they'll make it a hand, like a a Game Boy evolution as the the timed release with the movie. We need a Switch before then. Why they're, doing, they're, they're, they're trying to get the Game Boy into Nintendo Online. They're, that's their next I, thing I, is to add yeah. Game Boy I, games. I think there there is oh, no Game Boy. There, so you think they're there like it's no the Game only Boy platform anymore. moving forward? Switch. I think their console to home, like home console to to travel console, is their concept moving forward because yeah. they cornered the market in that, and they can do it with they could do it in two ways with this one little thing. So I think that's what they're doing. I think that's their niche. Because the switch, just the one switch platform is, yeah, the forward. switch is their. Co- they haven't. I I haven't seen them talk about any other handheld except yeah. the switch. That's no. the only thing they push. Well, because yeah. it's so much more popular. I mean, yeah. I know that I'm sure that people still buy Game Boys for like their kids and stuff. But honestly, switches Probably are so like, accessible at this point. I mean, it's an like amazing console, bucks, right? And you get yeah. so much bang for your They're buck. An amazing, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they've mean, got you so get, many bangers get... at this point. You know, like we've talked about Breath of Wild, but I mean, no joke, fucking. Uh, what what's the the uh, fucking? You're cultivating your island and you're uh growing trees. Oh, and animal crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah, 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 dude. Like that's another banger, dude. That's yeah. and and frankly, yeah. a really great game. And Super and Mario, re- and, the whole series, um, the Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, yeah. dude. They've Mario got so Odyssey, many bangers. Like you and don't and have they're, to they're, even they're gamble releasing. when you pick the. 
if you pick these games, you know for sure that you are easily getting your money's worth. We were and... talking about playing Zelda. You you pay eighty dollars, seventy dollars oh, yeah. for Zelda. Yeah, and like we're eighty dollars, seventy dollars. That's like that's two hours. Yeah. You know, income kind of scenario versus like. 800 hours of my time yeah. i've get gotten out of it you know like that's such a return yeah right? i was saying Absolutely to i was saying to derek earlier to tomas i was saying like zelda's a 70 dollar game i've not i have never bought a 70 dollar switch game yeah. but i had no problem spending 70 dollars on that game because <laughs> the amount of fucking content that we're gonna get yeah. out of it the thousands of hours that we're gonna get i think we might have lost him he's frozen oh, oh there he is all that being said, Nintendo's basically doing everything for 70 bucks. That's just how it works out. That's what they're doing all their games right now, especially the big games. And the good thing is, is that not so Switch 2 may come out, whatever they call it. It may be coming out with the new release of Metroid Prime 4. So that's what they're people are hoping Ooh. that the next console comes out with. Metroid I'm sure Prime. it'll be another banger, dude. And yeah, now yeah. I'm already interested. I'll probably buy that as well. Yeah. Well, I'm so gonna anyways, buy but... every Nintendo console. I will say I would be I and I'm sure that they're not gonna do this, but I would be livid if the next Switch console didn't let me keep my games. Uh, of course they're gonna keep your games. If, if they're all hope. downloadable, they should. They're all running on an Android tablet yeah. at this point, so like that's basically what the Switch is. So all right. I, I, I they've gotta they've gotta do it. Yeah, they gotta. So either way, but. All right, so we're done with the news. We're going to go ahead and uh, make our way down to Tinkletown. Uh, so go see a man about a dog. Take shoot, do a Let's go take a piss. All right, we'll see you guys in a bit. Peace. <laughs> Bye, folks. portion of the episode i know you guys have probably loved all the fucking up if we put it on the show i don't know we were really screwing up there in the end we were having technical <laughs> difficulties in the end there but uh i'll try and fix it in post i'll try and fix it in post anyways um uh, uh i of course like you said i can't drink but what do you guys do you guys continue with your same drinks you got a refill i got the same shit mm, i swapped it <laughs> of course What'd you I'm get? now drinking a cider hard apple peach cider. Nice. I like it. Yeah. No. Okay. We have added a plethora of snacks, though. Yeah, I can see that. Snacks. I can see that. It's like M and M, Doritos, Oreos, M and M. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, we definitely look peculiar. Reese's. Checking out. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a picture, yeah, could, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Dude. No, oh, yeah, bro. Like, I, 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 I can probably start eating any of that until like, oof, like July, I think, which I have no inkling for. But either way, yeah, man. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not hungering for it, if you're not like, uh, no, it's not going to give you the reward, you know. No, yeah. it won't. So, no. but Word. all right. Well, since we since we went back to the refill portion and we're back from there, let's go ahead and get started on Eric's movie. The Children of Men. Go ahead, Eric. Please begin. Um, I, actually, hold on. Let me give you the stats here. Children of Men came out in the year 2006. 
It's an hour and 49 minutes. It's rated R. It's directed by the great director, Alfonso Cuaron, one-third of the famous Three Amigos, as they call them. Uh, do you guys know the Three Amigos are? Mm, I feel like this is something that Eric would know. Eric's chewing. Sorry, M&M's, dude. Cuaron, uh, Cuaron, <laughs> yeah. uh, Inuritu, Del Toro? Yes. Those yes. are the three amigos. Yes. <laughs> He's so proud. This is probably in one should of these be. movie cinephile yep. board games you've got. Yep. And I think I, I think they've all three won Best Director, haven't they? Yes, they have. All three. Because yeah. you all three. And I want to. I was going to talk to you guys about that. I while I was watching, I have so much to say about this movie. But there was one point. That for some reason in my head it just popped out. I was like, Latino filmmakers are fucking amazing. Period. Dude. Good yeah, point. dude. I totally see no. it. Period. That's yeah, what I was it's... thinking when I saw it. I went, damn, dude. Yeah. We've had a lot dude, of Dude, yeah. I mean, bangers, dude. Bangers. Dude, from dude. So, if you, so, yeah, if you think about it, like these guys, okay, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. But I mean, Quadron's yeah. won it twice. He's I won know. best director it's twice. Incredible. He's incredible. He won he won he won for uh what did he win for? He won for Gravity and with then, Sandra uh, Bullock and he yeah. Roma. And he won That's it for right. Roma. Oh how he won it for Roma. It's wild. Corone's got a versatile catalog, man. He does. But, he uh, he goes all over the place. It's catalog. He did. Yeah. He has. He produces a lot of shit. Like not just as a director or writer, but like as a producer, he produ- that movie. He would he could have won another Academy Award this past Oscar season. He almost did. His short the short film oh, he produced yeah. Le Pupil. He produced oh, I thought it. it was, oh, I thought it was something else. I thought he was. No, I thought he was involved with some sort of animation. Or am I thinking of something? No, else? no, that's Del Toro. Del Toro won for Del Toro. Pinocchio. That's yeah, what it was. It was Del Toro. So okay, he's won. Bad, he's got two. He's got two Academy Awards. Uh, one for directing, and then and Best Picture. He won producing that for uh, Shape of Water, and then he yeah. won, of course, for you know, animation. So that's another Best Picture. So yeah, he's got two director awards. You could almost say, you know, because he directed yeah. the Pinocchio animated movie. You know, but Cuaron yeah. uh, was also nominated for his short film Le Pupil, which was on Disney Plus, which I just saw today. Fucking mm-hmm. great! It's a great movie. It's a great little right. short film. But yeah, but cool. um, but of course, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay, Eric, to, let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. Let's do the let's do the uh, synopsis, baby. Yeah, it's short and sweet. In a yeah in. in- in 2027, in a chaotic world in which women have somehow become infertile, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Yep. It's a good, uh, it's a good it's, description. It's a good description. Short and sweet. do it justice, though. Oh, no, oh, no not even close. Oh, not no, at no, all. But it's a good description. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it gives you it gives you an idea of what's happening, but it doesn't tell you everything. I mean, and there's a lot of people in this movie. There's a lot of people. Uh, we got Michael. We got Michael Caine. Uh, <laughs> <to>, <laughs> that's my best. Michael Caine. A, a and it's pretty good. And he's like plays a great character. Yeah, yeah super artistic stoner. Pull yeah. my finger. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, you got Julianne Moore, the inimitable Julianne Moore. You got Clive Owen, probably his best role that I've ever seen him in. Uh, Holler, you know, Holler. Mm. yeah. I mean, he's Agreed. a good actor, but this is his best role by far. 
by far it's his best role. I don't know I one think. that I like better than it. No, I mean this is definitely a, an outstanding performance. There, there, there is a a movie. There is a movie that he had he did with Paul Giamatti a long, long time ago, where it was like a an action flick that was fucking hilarious, and it was just, and it was totally like like they were everybody in the movie was in on the movie, like they were in on the joke. It was great. It was. Was great. it that like Lucky Number Eleven movie? Was that no, it? No, no, that's uh, that's Josh Hartnett. That's Josh Hartnett. Oh, no, okay. No, this one is. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, no, this one was a long. Is a long time ago. It's called Shoot 'Em Up. It's from like 2007. It's oh, great. Shit. It's a great Shoot 'em up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I think Shoot Paul up and Lucky and Lucky Number Eleven came out at around the same time or something because I see yeah, a, 07. a poster 07, in my yeah. head. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, then there's the Chai, there's Chaiwell Edgio Four. And then really there's really not much after that point. I mean, there is uh what's his name? Um the guy who played uh Sid, that actor, that that Scottish actor, he's he's always in good, a lot of good stuff, mm-hmm. the Scottish character actor. Uh I think his name's uh oh, oh oh and a very young uh Charlie Hunnam. Oh really? Yes. All right. So all right, so here's some of the actors. I'm looking over the list now. So you have I don't know who you Charlie Hunnam is. Okay. <laughs> Clive Owen, of course, like we said, you have Clive Owen, you have Michael Caine, you have Charlie Hunnam, you know, from Sons of Anarchy. And he's been I in the last Guy that. Ritchie movies. Okay. You watched that. the gentleman from the, the gentleman from Guy Ritchie? I don't that actor. So. Look, look, look at this picture. Look at this picture, bro. Oh, God, I know who he is. Okay. Thank you. I know okay, you're, right, so, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. The internet. Super well, young. He played, he, <laughs> he played the he played that white dude with the dreads that was like an asshole. Oh, that was him. Oh, that yeah. was him. That's him. Okay. Super young. Yeah. Super young. Yeah. Uh, then there's of course Chaiwood before there's Julianne, Julianne Moore there is uh, Danny Houston the actor Danny Houston he's uh, Angelica Houston's half brother he's the son of uh, director John Houston he's right. one of John Houston's right. sons um, it's ago then there's uh, who else was in there um, God where is he where is he, where is he? lots where of people lots, he? lots of good ones yeah yeah, lots of good ones. Lots of good ones. Uh, Peter Mullen, that's his name. Sid. He was also the guy. He also played Mother Superior in fucking Train Spotting. Great. I love him. I love that guy. Oh, Anyways, gosh. yeah. So, I forgot about that one. So, so, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, great flick. So, like, do you want to go first, Derek, or should I? Man, I am all over the place on this movie. So, I mean, I, I think uh, if it doesn't come across with the next few sentences I give you, you should understand that I enjoyed this movie. And, and I. I didn't really know what to expect, but it, I ended up pleasantly surprised having seen, you know, I, 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 okay. So there's a, um, there's a YouTube channel on, uh, you, you check it out on YouTube and essentially they've got, um, you, you can look, their name is, uh, Cinefix. They just got acquired by some other company, but they've been doing really cool film lists and film information, you know, breakdowns of certain scenes and all these different things. I feel like I've shared video with you guys about from these folks yeah you have um, you have we've, we've talked about it the scene when he's walking the girl down the building oh, and the girl. world is paused oh, around her. come on oh my god is you mean the scene in the film the, the scene. scene right yes, yes. it is and and i i mean there, there were other good scenes but that is the moment when you see like the power of how this small change is gonna echo through all of the remaining society like the world around them just stops like you could hear it that was was the actual that was the literal climax of the film like that literally like you got to watch it happen right there yeah yeah i don't mean to jump like to the very best thing of the whole movie but like no 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 great that's great moment 
if you guys have not heard us before, we jump around a lot. We're yeah, like yeah, fucking house of pain in this fucking shit. We just went, so, yeah, <laughs> but we spoiler just alert. Weird place already. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This movie's been out since 2006. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But but yeah, continue, Derek. What else? Seventy. Okay, so million. talk. What? That's what they spent on this film. Seventy-six million. That's awesome. How much did it make? Uh, opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada was five hundred thousand. Gross U.S. and Canada was thirty-five million. Gross worldwide was seventy million. So that movie was a failure. Even. That movie was a failure. A box office failure, failure, dude. But that movie is amazing. It is great. But but yeah. but what what is it made? What do you think it's made to when it came out? Because it came oh, out, there I'm was still sure. video. There was still video and shit. So, oh, I'm sure they've made six. money. They've made money off of I it. I feel like yeah. this is probably something like I w- I wouldn't say necessarily like a cult film, but definitely something that flew under the radar for a lot of people. Basically, a sleeper that no one really saw coming, and because nobody caught it like early enough, it had this kind of echoing effect of just being viewed as a, a low revenue and, and people probably didn't have a lot of interest. Hell, I knew this movie existed. I knew that it had great scenes. I had not seen it until this watch. This was my first watch. So like even I who have an interest in films hadn't seen it. Right. So for some reason, there's a bunch of us. <laughs> Which even was a shame. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, it was only nominated for three Oscars. It was nominated That's for it. Best Writing, Best Achievement in Cinematography, Best Cinematography, Best Film oh, God. Yeah, yeah guys. Dude. Oh, and my the editing, God, and the editing dude. Dude, the, 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 the scene yeah. when uh, his girl dies, she gets shot in the ambush. Oh, oh dude, that God. scene is amazing. Bro. Dude. Dude, the, the behind crazy. the scenes on that was insane. Like the way they've got that rig in there. They, oh, I didn't even watch it. They CG'd in almost all of those pillars in the car so that they could move a camera around just on a robotic arm, like perfectly timed. Wow. Dude, it's incredible. Yeah. The work that must have gone into building that rig, driving that car, catching that footage, having all the right marks hit. I mean, that's like a Broadway production at that point. No, that's why, that's it why was, they're, they're like Quaron is a, is a master. I'm, he's, man, he's, a, he's, he's an really animal. good. Great. Yeah. Great. You know, he, and, and a solid story, you know? Yeah, and he, he knows how to handle like visual effects, like to the team. Oh, he, yeah. What he did for Gravity. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was, wasn't he Harry also? Potter. Did he, he yeah, he did. He did Harry Potter, Potter um, Prisoner of Azkaban, the, I think. It was the, that's the best one. Yeah, it's the best one. Oh, that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he was the first one to show uh, them wearing normal clothes. Because in oh, every yeah, other movie, they, they were in uniform. That was the first movie that they the showed them shit. in. Or, yeah, they, was so that, that was also the first, first one were, that was PG-13 as well? I don't I remember know. that was a big been. deal. I think one of them went to PG thirteen. Everyone was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think hilarious. I think that They're was the one. I think that was the first like, one. Probably know. Some, who knows? Him violence against children. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was the first one, but yeah, they show a dead body. <laughs> so the world but, no, won't know what been... to do with themselves. Dude, I mean, just talking about more. We could, we could, I could wax poetic on what on. I mean, didn't he do? Um, did he do the others also with Nicole Kidman? Um, no, that was a that was a Latino filmmaker. No, that was, was Almanabad. That was Almanabad from Spain. That's the guy. No, it wasn't. That was Almanabad. 
Na na Almodovar, na Almodovar, Alm Almenabar. He's the guy who originally directed Open Your Eyes, I think. I think. I have no okay, idea. We're going off on a Abre track. Abre los ojos. <laughs> yeah. Abre los ojos. Yeah. Either way. All right. Well, well you, you look, but I'm, I'm going to talk about, go, Derek, talk about the movie, dude. Let's just talk about like, it, let's just talk about so, the kind of the outlying factors of the movie. And then I'll yeah, say that yeah, and so, then we'll go dig in. I mean, there's, we'll there's some really cool concepts. I mean, you know, the, I, I know that it's probably a little bit dated, you know, the, the year. I just want to confirm he was correct. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's right. Whatever that pronunciation Al-Manabar. is. Yeah. Al-Manabar. I know. Yeah, I get confused I with him and Almodovar, but it's Al. It's Al. It's um. Alejandro? Oh, he's the guy who did the sea inside. Oh, he at least wrote yeah. it. Did he do? Did he do? Open your eyes, also. Hold on. Sorry, we're on a we're on a side we're on a sidebar here. We're on a tangent. We're on a tangent here. I think um, he did. Abre los ojos. That would have been from a minute ago. Oh, dude, that's like from like that's uh, from like ninety. He did, he did it. He did it. Open your yeah, eyes, him. Because yeah, right. he did open your eyes, and then and then uh, he wrote. I think he wrote the others, and I think it was produced by Tom no, he Cruise. Because he he also directed the others. If he yeah wrote, yeah same. he's a director. Of the dude, have you ever seen the others? Oh, it's such yeah, a good I love fucking it. Movie, I love it. That movie's the great. Others are great movie. It's a great movie. It's in my, what, it's in my movie? case there. The Others. The Others with no, Nicole Kidman. Oh, man, it's good. No. Oh, my you, God. You'd probably hate it. You would probably hate it. It's kind of horror-esque. Eh. It it's got horror oh. tendencies, but it's, it's, bro, but the, it's the twist at the end is, oh, buddy. He said it blew my mind. Tendencies. It's good. It's, a, it's, it's got, a good it's, oh, the ambiance is out of control. Anyways, all right. No way. Go continue. What were you saying, Derek? Um, okay, so I thought it was kind of, I mean, a little bit dated, you know, like obviously it's 2023 right now. And, you know, the if era when this occurs in the movie is only four years into the future. And, you know, I suppose that's all possible. Uh, you know, sure, maybe, I mean, who knows what could happen in the next four years. But the way that they just kind of depicted just a de-evolution of the like all of society just unraveling right all over the fact that they can't have kids yeah i'm sure i can't fathom that i sure i can't imagine like ever having lived through that in real life right so i don't know how accurate their portrayal was or not but like (laughs) here's the thing it also seemed that like just by having when the whole uh, when they, they saw the baby in the building and like all the world stopped around them, like immediately people snapped back to their right mind, stopped acting yeah. like, you know, these racist genocide, bunch of fucking people. savages. Yeah. They all snapped back. They stopped, you know, fighting and quabbling over these things. So, you know, I think about like, Oh, it's all few, four years in the future before it gets that bad. But if it was that quick of a snap back, how long did it take for it to get to that? You see what I'm saying? Like they kind of touch on a couple of those points in the movie where they i think mentioned that you know his uh daughter or son or something like that was like 15 would have been 15 by this point so it's been you know a decade or more that this has all happened but i don't know i thought like the way that they they laid out this futuristic normally whenever they go into futuristic movies they don't particularly pay a lot of attention or or like give you a bunch of details of like when in future this is it's just the future but here they actually worked out a really detailed timeline and choreographed it really well. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, for me, the movie was, I mean, technically it was 
fucking unbelievable. I mean, Cuaron is like we said, he's a master. He's he's great at what he does. Uh, he is incredibly intelligent with his screenplays. He's, I mean, he's an, an amazing editor because he's one of the editors of the movie too. I mean, he's he got yeah, nominated he for film editing in this cut. movie. Him and another he guy, cut, he, really. he can cut. He can cut, dude. And he knows how to. I mean, he's another he's another great director of you know I, I know we've had this discussion before, but he's another his blocking is fantastic. I mean, what you see in one scene is amazing. I mean, you can see a lot, and dude. it all explains a lot. I mean, blocking. It's, it's, talk about that that sequence we started talking about. The blocking, dude, that dude, was dude, wild. I mean, even the, the one in the car. Which one? Which one? Okay. Which one? There's so many, oh, dude. First There's all, you're so right, many. Exactly, the one in the car. Oh my god. So the car one is <laughs> is a masterpiece, right? But oh he wasn't. I also mean to say, though, that he wasn't like holding back on the simple scenes. The intro no. sequence when, you know, he gets his coffee out of the coffee shop and the way that the camera moves through that space to those focal touch points was yep. so masterful. And it was just an intro sequence. It meant almost nothing to the greater oh, no. story. No. And then, of course, you know, he, he the camera, the way the camera moves, the way he's walking around him and that one specific scene where... And the fucking coffee shop that he was just in 30 seconds before explodes. He was just there. Like, yeah, we were just wild. watching those people staring at a television screen like the, for a solid boom. like minute. And, like, and now they're all dead. The sloppy movement, like the grungy nature of like, yeah, the, there's the handheld there's, aspect. The, the handheld was literally like he was like, make that shit shake, too. Because yeah. camera operators don't have the ability to make something look that shitty. Right. So they're that good. They had to work to make it look right. like yeah. that. I know those guys were like moving <laughs> that shit around. So like and I and it, yeah. it was awesome and it made sense and it made you feel in it because it was like grimy and gross and yeah. tough. And, yeah, and, dude. But like the you know, apocalyptic almost, you know. Uh, almost. And I mean it, it's it's just I mean, everything as every every aspect about the motion picture, I mean the acting was great, that everybody did what they needed to do. And he's just it just it, it worked it works for me on so many levels, dude. And I and I, I hadn't seen this movie probably since like oh eight. That was the last time I saw this movie. I think mm -hmm. I had I think this was one of the movies that I like I had actually rented from Blockbuster at one point. I mean, like when it came out, like I think I rented it from Blockbuster. That was the last time I saw it when I had rented it from Blockbuster. Wow. And and uh, yeah, I mean it was, it was oh wait, dude, ago, Blockbuster <laughs> was still there. Blockbuster was still around, dude. I even well, I dude I even was. had Blockbuster online, dude. It was great. I loved Blockbuster online, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I at actually... one point, like Michelle Michelle was doing her culinary thing, and I was working. I was working at, at where I'm working now, and she, at on Fridays she would be during her culinary class. She spent like she'd be at at school from like six to eleven because she was doing night school for that she was doing culinary school at night so i would be home so you know what i do i had we had blockbuster online and they had a thing that if if you can chew you don't care you had a thing where you basically <laughs> this is bro how i gained the system you could rent three movies on blockbuster online okay like netflix you comes to your house and then you could return those three movies to the blockbuster store and the minute they checked those in, you could swap those for three more movies in the store. And then oh. as soon as they were checked in, you had three more movies sent to your house. So I could potentially have six movies sitting at my house at one time. 
I was like, fuck yeah, bro. He's a racketeer. The guys at Blockbuster are writing this down right now. I'm the reason why they went out of business. Blockbuster's making a comeback and they're coming for you, bro. Dude, I think they opened opened up their Twitter again like six months ago, dude. I think they're trying. I think something's going to see the TV show. I think so too. It was kind of lame. Yeah, it was lame. lame. But I think I have a feeling they're coming through with something else. I have a feeling because. They opened their Twitter up for the first time in like ten years, yeah, like six months ago. Like, yeah, and he basically, the guy who handles the blockbuster Twitter was like, "I'm back, baby." <laughs> That's all he wrote. That's all he wrote, dude. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, but either way, something's going on with blockbuster. Something's doing the, the blockbuster's coming up. Something. Either way, but no, okay, so. All right, so um, they're getting I guess into the just, streaming game. They're just going to be another yeah. player on the field. Maybe, maybe. I mean, well, I guess let's let's see what we got here. I mean, we could do whatever we need to do. I mean, I, I let's just go ahead and get started. So the motion picture, like we were talking about, starts off. We're gonna jump around, folks, like we always do. But the motion picture starts off, you know, when you know he's walking into a coffee shop and there's all these people looking at a news report that the youngest person in the world had died. The guy who's he's like a he's like a celebrity because he's the youngest fucking dude in the world, and they're all he was crying. like eighteen and change. Yeah, he was they're all crying, and I was just like, This fucking jit died. No, I'm just kidding. So he he's, but what? I mean like I I was like I was like, I don't know if I really feel sorry for the kid, but whatever. Cause he seemed like he seemed like a kind of a jerk, but who knows? But everybody's kind of crying, and I understand the aspect of it, but you're following him walk in and he's just trying to get past everybody to get to his black coffee, and everybody kind of gives him look, and he's just like, I just want coffee. And he's, you can tell he's a jaded dude. He looks fucking homeless, you know? <laughs> he just looks like in bad shape. Ragged. And he, he's ragged, boy. He's ragged. And he's just like, he hates his life. You can tell. And as he's walking out, the camera turns around. And the same place he was in just explodes like we talked about. And at the same time, real quick, this lady walks out holding her arm. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah, oh, title title sequence. sequence: Children of Men. Really cool. Yeah, really cool. Woman holding in her own and arm. no music, just silence. Yeah, yeah. we had no idea what the story was actually about at this point. No, but but super cool. His, but, super cool. But I mean, you can tell it's not really post-apocalyptic, but you can tell it's like like a totalitarian kind of authoritarian kind of state that he's living in, you know yeah, what I mean? Some sort like of dystopian a, thing going on, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like it's a nuclear war. It's just, it's authoritarian. What it, That's uh, what it is. Like, what is it? Uh, what do they call it? Like, state of, military state, something or other? It's a military like state. Mili- totalitarian. Like, yes. whenever the, yes. the military is essentially your government. Police state. A police state. Police state. There it is. Kind of thing, yeah. Police state, totalitarian, yeah, it's all in the same vein. It's the same kind of situation. Except for the swells, as they say, because you have that one scene where he goes to visit his brother <laughs> or his cousin or whatever, his brother, yeah, and he's yeah. like living high on the hog as a as a member of the state. Dude, state that moment member. when he's like, how do you get by? Like, what makes you want to keep going? He goes, oh, I just don't think about it. Ugh. Like he's <laughs> he is so detached Ugh. from reality that he is so far above the privilege, like the fact that the world is crumbling around him does yeah. not even affect his day. What it's you so saw when he went through the gate to go visit him, 
that he's passing yeah. by Hyde Park, you know, or whatever the name of that yeah. big park is in London. And it's like as if nothing's happened. I mean, it's so, and it's great because it's, Quaron played on it perfectly because, it, you know, on that side, on the normal side, what you would consider the normal side of the movie, it's pretty bleak. It's kind of gray, you know, but the minute he crosses that gate, boy, it's super bright. I know, huh? Cool. Well, like the small saw that, right? away, but there was like green grass and yeah, people wearing color. It and wasn't like, as bleak. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as bleak. Yeah. Somebody's walking a poodle. It was still shitty, along. though. Yeah. It's still shitty. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, the swells, baby, as they call them. So, but no, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, there's so much in this motion. And how, picture, like, but, the UK but, had, like, devolved as a country. They were deporting everyone else they become this like fearmonger state and you know apparently there were organizations outside of the uk that had taken another direction even though i'm sure they were facing the same problem right they even mentioned that the uh what was the what do they call it the the the, the woman who helps people will give birth oh the midwife midwife yeah. right yeah. midwife, midwife. Um, the midwife Miriam, is talking Miriam, about Miriam. how you know, she had heard about other clinics all around the world, you know, also started seeing the same problem. So it's a global issue. And the UK yeah, just decided but, oh, to devolve it, it, into it, just it's a it's actually a global issue that the UK is is claiming they're doing the best job at. Did you see the propaganda video? Yeah. Yes. So that all the rest of the world is gone to shit, but apparently the UK is good. Which yeah. it doesn't yeah. look very good, you know. No. Like we're we're no. as good as it is to yeah. Like, don't leave, please. Even though we're sending everyone else away. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, crazy. dude. No, it was it, but I mean, it it's kind of a crazy thing if you think about it. I mean, it's that's always been a big thing for for England in general is the aspect of immigration has been huge for them. It's always been a real sticking point because they've always been, you know, just like we've as a country have always been big on immigration, where we've been, you know, give us your, you know, tired and and all that kind of stuff and. It's up until recently where you have yeah, tired and huddled masses where you have certain groups and certain organizations that are like completely against the immigrant period, considering that the immigrant is what basically is some countries like our country. We're an immigrant. That's what, nation. That's what our country is made been. up of. Everybody yeah. came here. Well, except that's for the whole point. Folks. Yeah, except for except for except for you know Native American people, you know they were here first. But either way, that that the whole thing was that they just you know. But then of course, you tack on the aspect of the entire world becoming infertile, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. And the best line I thought, which might be our top shelf, but I'll I'll take a look at our top line is what Miriam said is like, it's hard to imagine that the world has become the way it is because of the loss of children's voices. Right. Yeah. What a you know, great, like that fucking great line. Number yeah. One. yeah. That one line. When you think about it, it's like, I don't know how I could live without hearing my daughter's voices at all. Period. Yeah. You know, like because of this situation, you know what I mean? Any child's voice. I mean, you go, the, the sound of the, it's, it's something weird, I guess, but I don't know. But the sounds of children laughing and having fun, like on a field day or like in a fucking playground, is like it's, it's crazy an amazing sound. It. It's, it's it's crazy to like know that you'll never hear that authentically, like created, yeah. ever again. 
it, it yeah, really struck like, me whenever the, you know, those first couple sequences where, you know, they're trying to hide and they're running through that, that shootout, you know, series of apartment kind of buildings and, you know, the baby's screaming the whole time and I'm sitting here thinking like no one's even reacting and oh wait, these people forgot everyone's reacting. what the sound was. Like but before, mm-hmm. before the, before like all of that, when they're still out on the street and they're running around, like the baby's screaming and no one even acknowledges it because like all these people are just caught up in a firefight and forgotten what it's like to hear a child cry. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting here like that's that is crazy. But when they remembered <laughs> you know Everyone the shut world down. Stopped. The right. world stopped. Which is crazy. But I think there's other um there's like other implications besides just like children itself. And like I was thinking about it cuz you were asking you asked a question before like why just like infertility would cause this to happen? You got to think about it this way. Think about like corporations or government. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to continue doing anything? Because eventually this is worthless. It all just crumbles within gen. Within yeah. uh, we're, we're going to see the generation dying. We would. We're the start of it. Yeah. Shortly, within eighty years, we're fucked. Well, and and <laughs> yeah. think about us, it like. You know? Like, there's not even anything for me to, you know, maybe you could have the argument that, you know, my the my key goal in life is to have something to leave for the next generation. Well, that's gone, right? That's not, that that is not existent. No. You literally have this amount of time. No. And when that's over, like, that's it. Everything not just be, you, but everyone. If we know there's a demise for all of us, everything just loses. Everything is, there's no value in anything anymore. No. If we know... No. There, if we know for sure that there is not another baby being born tomorrow, right. we are the last. We we know within eighty years, some of us could be alive that right. see the last of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eighty years, we got eighty yeah. to one hundred years tops. It's crazy. Yeah. That would be crazy, dude. I mean, it's. I don't I, know. I, I think it, society falling apart makes sense. It makes sense if you think of it like that, because I mean, it's just. You know, based on what you saw, I mean, people were growing up, you know, schools are closing. So you have education basically failing at that point. Right. You know, dude, it wouldn't you even know, be 80 to 100 years. It wouldn't no. be. I mean, it, it took, if you no, think about it, it wouldn't take that long. If you think about it, so in the movie, what did she say? It started in, in 2008 or 2007, it started. The plant, the, the, then, there's, then there's that flu pandemic that they talked about, which will kill Dylan, the baby, Julianne Moore's character and Clive Owen's character's son, in 2008. He died in 08. This movie takes place in 2027. They don't say, how, I don't know how old he was, but either way, I think he said he was going to no, be 19 or 18. Yeah, they said he was like 15. No, no, no. He would have been 15 at that point. In the oh, movie. so he might have been a kid. He was probably like two when he yeah. passed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he might have been a Yeah, baby. something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know what, but I mean, the pandemic came in 08 and it took him. So who knows when it took him? The pandemic could have still been around for a few years, like the COVID, which is funny as hell. It's not funny, but it's kind of crazy that you know, we just got out like, of COVID kind of, too, which totally like puts this whole movie kind of in perspective also, you know, and who's to well, say I mean, that... We knew a pandemic was coming eventually. We just didn't know. Eventually. Yeah. Our lifetime or the next, right? Um, but yeah, so but but yeah, so it, it there's that aspect. Well, then I mean, the whole thing that's that they why were talking about well, in 07. That's why I didn't get vaccinated because I didn't want to get children of men. 
children of men. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I got that. It was a joke. I got that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or Stacey yeah, so... Moon Landing. Oh, uh, and then now, now I understand why people were like, oh, you'll become infertile if you get the vax. Oh, Jesus. All right, guys. I mean, That's so stupid. it was entertaining. It's a good movie. It like, is a good so, movie. So here's, here's my thing then. So I kind of feel like even if the world learned that, you know, the last generation had already been born, I feel like it wouldn't happen overnight. I feel like it, we're talking about maybe two years it could have devolved in like, like, cause I feel like people would have their first thought would be like, medicine will figure this out. Well, this you is know. 20 years later, dude, and shit's fucked up. No, but what I'm yeah. saying is not that it took 20 years to get that bad, that maybe it sustained as normal for a couple of years before it devolved mm-hmm. into this dystopia that we've um, seen. I think, I think you could, I can say that, that that's probably correct. Am I going to pay a be... bill if I find out? I'll give it maybe a couple years, but if, I, if a couple, I, I think a couple years makes sense, but like. Maybe not even a couple of years, like a year. If I realize it's been a year and they have not figured out a way to save humanity and make people fertile, how long I'm did we wait for the COVID for vax? Shit. How long what? did we wait for the COVID vax? People were dying left and right through that shit, and they got it about in a year. year. So, like, what January one? You're like, if that's it. I'm walking out. Was born for <laughs> three hundred and sixty-five days. That's a lot of days, man. Without any dude, do you know? Life. Do you know how? Do you know how many Ooh. babies get born in a day? Yeah, dude. And that's see, a they, lot they, of they days. Market, no babies. I mean, I imagine and, there's a shit ton of babies born every day. And going what, like a, a million, year, going five a year without that. Ooh. I'll tell you right now, in a day. That's dude. Babies, most, I, babies born like, in a that's day. That's the collapse of humanity, man. I'm telling you, so, what would be the point for anything? Uh, According Maybe. to the United Nations, 385,000 babies are born each day. Think about that, dude. Yeah, that makes sense. And no babies born in a whole year? Yeah. That's a lot. It says here that, that that adds up to more than 140 million babies born a year, dude. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of kids. That's an entire... That's an, that's, dude, that's... that. You think about it. That's what. That's the entire. That's half of the United States not I should, showing up. I should mention Think about, this. You know, we're talking about obviously a hypothetical series in the movie, it's right? A hypothetical situation. And yeah. This is not obviously the case. Um, I know that for a long time people were worried about, oh, we've hit eight billion people on the planet, or seven billion people, or whatever, and like overpopulation. Reality is that population's growing slower than it ever has lots of people are choosing not to have children now this is the reality of the world that we live in and it's very different than the pretty picture well terrible picture that they paint in a lot of movies that overpopulation is the end of society or whatever but it kind of plays well because i think people go in with that trope already and so you immediately dive into the story just head over foot right whenever you know that it's something that's easy to follow and it's also interesting because like overpopulation is like uh, this is an awful thing like you said in movies but like this is a movie about underpopulation and that's also awful mm-hmm. so right. what is yeah. the proper population <laughs> you know like what 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 do we what just, is what is that sweet spot 
Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, how I don't we, think, I don't think it matters really. Off. Let's finish the movie that way. Would you say? I th- how do we level this <laughs> off? We'll finish the movie that way. How do we get everyone just to be like, no, this is the perfect birth rate. Everyone's good. Then <laughs> it's just like know. that's a dystopian future. It's just like Logan's running shit. No, but but no, the, I think I think the whole point of this motion picture more than anything else was just the aspect of you know one finally you know like they said in the movie like life persists like it finally life mm-hmm. life found a way like in fucking Jurassic Park <laughs> you know what I mean life finds a way that's one part of it I think the other part of it is because you probably had to have like because if you think about it it was almost like 20 years I guess when that started happening so you mm-hmm. could almost say that it had to wait an entire generation to kind of like reset itself almost mm-hmm. you could say sure yeah yeah, you had to basically wait an entire generation for it to reset. Yeah, and and uh, and I think the other part of the movie was the aspect of like we talked about was like just the way humans are shitty to each other when they feel like there's no hope. Period. Mm-hmm. When there's no structure, which basically just it's, they're just having they're just they're living a hopeless existence. You know, that's exactly what it is. They're just living a hopeless existence. And that's what I was talking about. That's why, why would, that's what I was saying. What's the purpose of anything? Like, if you know there is, there is, there's no hope of us continue. What's the civilization? Well, that's why they're offering the suicide pills throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. Crazy. That was crazy, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude. And whenever he went to go see his buddy and he finds him sitting in a chair and he's walked over and, which, he wakes yeah. up, which is actually amazing comic relief because it was super tense. It was totally like heartwarming <laughs> so, when that. Like, oh fuck you! And how the movie fucking yeah. ends whenever yeah. he actually dies. Yeah. You're man, like you already faked me out once, and I was glad that you lied to me the first time. But now I need you to be lying to me, dude. How what a way to watch that guy die too. Like I felt it in my heart. Yeah, I hated it, I, and dude. I was like. And I was like, dude, that guy went out like such a fucking Because he was so affable. He was such a warm-hearted character. But he went out like a fucking G. Yeah. <laughs> like, pull my finger. Yeah. Pull my finger. Get <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Seriously, pull my other finger. Pull my other finger. He it again. Do it again while he's getting shot, dude. I don't know. That dude, that was a real-ass friend. Fucking that was a good G. My, a dude, good Michael Caine is a fucking badass. Every single time. I, I can't. Yeah. Michael oh, Caine. Great, yeah. Sorry. I know kind. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Spectacular performance. Yeah. And he's had lots of good Yeah, yeah. Um, guys, the the cinematography in this film is unbelievable. Fantastic. It's this guy named. I mean, he's very popular in Hollywood. Yeah. His name's Emmanuel Luzbeski. Yes, dude. He just doesn't. I I think, and I've said this a bunch of times, and I might have said it on this podcast, but I think he. Is the best cinematographer that's ever lived. I'm gonna really? Say yeah, I think that's, he's better than wow. Roger Deakins. I think he's better. Big words, I think he's the best cinematographer that has ever lived. You think he's better than watched, who's the guy? Who's the guy that works with with Spielberg? Because that's that that guy's that's, a G uh, What's his uh, Conrad Hall's is uh, his editor. It's Con uh, Michael Con. No, Michael Con is his editor. Yeah, his is Yanis Yanis. Yanis, it's Yanis Kaminsky. Uh, I think yes, it's Yanis Kaminsky. That, that yeah, guy's also a G. He's, you can, he's you a can G, say that these two. Listen, no, I don't know. no, he's a G, but he ain't touching Emmanuel Luzbeski. He doesn't touch him. <laughs> he doesn't touch him. 
Watch if you look at Emmanuel Lazeski's catalog, and you oh, look yeah, it's, at the it's, film it's, it's out of control that he is made, that he is the cinematographer, and you think about what you were seeing, you're like, yeah, fuck, man, like you don't get I, you, the, the, the dude. The dude's magical. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I haven't, and I haven't seen Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam! I watched I it. It's seen... okay. It's okay. But he was a cinematographer. Great cinematography, though. Great cinematography. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It is. It's it's a beautiful film. But dude, he I I don't know that. First of all, to that really long sequence. Oh, let's just talk about the sequence. Okay. All right. So uh, there's it, a scene. There's a scene. You're talking about the the, the, the car. I'm talking about the no, not the car sequence. I'm talking about the baby sequence. But we can talk about the car sequence too. Oh my gosh, we can talk about both of them. Because they're so so these two, and I forgot about these sequences because these two sequences were ones that um, always stood out to me. And I saw this movie in the theater. I remember I saw this movie in the theater with Reba, actually, too. But um, uh, I remember those sequences, and they stood with me. And I remember leaving the theater, being like, "Oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that," and couldn't wait till the DVD came out. And I bought the <laughs> just to watch it eight more just times. To watch it like over and over again. But there's a sequence uh, in the. In the we'll talk about the car sequence first. So there's a sequence okay. in the film where uh, where Julianne Moore uh, and Clive Owen, and I forget their characters in the film, their character name in the film. But either way, they're they're helping this girl who's pregnant. Because by the way, this is an infertile infertile society. We didn't even uh, like really talk about like the girl's name or yeah, anything like this. Yeah, but so the, there's a girl they find that key is key. pregnant. And and this is, you know, the first child being born in the last, you know, 18. And they're trying to take her to something called the Human Project, which is apparently some, you know, organization, which I know people don't believe exists. Like, it's like a myth almost in that world. The UK is so isolated from the rest of the world. They don't have any news in or out. Right. I mean, I suppose. Yeah. Being in Russia at this point or it's it's a propaganda. It's a. It's a totalitarian um, but, state, like we said. So, so like, there's apparently this organization outside of the UK that is, you know, trying to save humanity and actually, like, you know, be progressive and use science and yada yada yada. And their whole goal is to get this pregnant girl to that group outside of the UK. So they have to essentially escape the UK whenever it's this, you know, police state. Yes. Yeah. And so that's where we're at. So we're at the scene with Julianne Moore and, and Clive Owen, who uh, who have this girl, and they're in a car just trying to escape wherever they're getting to. And the plan goes awry. And there's this, like, horde of, of like, uh, you know... <laughs> People! Woodland bandits. I don't know. He was right, a woodland bandit. <laughs> yes. I think that's the best yes. way to describe it. You know, that's what it was. <laughs> This is like Robin of, Hood. Yeah, that just yeah, came like out we're watching Hood. Robin Hood again in the what? What is that like? Twelve hundreds, thirteen hundreds, something. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> they just came out of the woods. There's like I don't know a hundred of them, and they're 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 driving motorcycles and shit towards their car and yeah, shooting. like trying trying to basically like somehow like like tackle this, catch them catch them off guard, you know, rob them of their resources, detain them or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, and the sequence is is from the point of view of the inside of the car. Yes, like you're yes. sitting in the car you're with him, in the not car that it's from one him. of the other characters. And the mo- the camera's moving back and forth and around in circles, and you're watching this happen. Um, you're, it's you're, exactly you're, as though you're sitting in the car yourself, trying so to move around the cabin. So immersive. Yeah, and there's. 
all these magical things happening inside of the car and outside of the car at the same time yep. where the camera is moving perfectly in rhythm, making sure we're getting every bit of information. And that's what we were talking about earlier about blocking. Like, dude, talk about blocking that scene. Do you realize how difficult that was? The yeah. choreography that went imagine. into that. And every piece that was involved, it's all the actors, it's the crew. Dude, it's the the fucking stunt guys on the on the motorcycles. Dude, you don't get filmmaking that's this magical very often, guys. No, it was no, it was quite no. literally like a ballet that was going on between not exactly only the, the actors that um you know were were actually on on screen, but you know the the crew that was required to move within that space to make all of that work to program that you know to whatever extent you know if they've I, I think i saw that they were using like some sort of like robotic gimbal for some parts and cg for a couple pieces where they inserted back car parts that weren't really in the way of the camera and stuff like that yeah it, it was it was really quite brilliant but the thing is is that it was so immersive and so um like it just drew you in that exactly dude the cg was so flawless it did, wasn't overdone it wasn't gratuitous it literally just immersed you further it all went worked in perfect concert it was fantastic yeah no and i mean there was a the, like, especially the scene with like they're they're trying to get away from everybody running and then you see these people come up in the in the motorcycle and they just keep going in reverse just keep driving and then they, they pull out the gun and then they shoot Julianne Moore through the window like bang like you're just like oh shit and that's how and it she's starts. like reading and that's and that's that's, that's that's like 20 minutes into the motion picture it's crazy dude like it's nuts and it's just you're just you're watching this whole thing unfold and you're just like this is not a good place to be like what the fuck are you guys doing get the fuck out of and they, they eventually do but i mean at that point you know more is dead or dying and they then definitely fucking they cops definitely show up that's wild well no they definitely made the effort for have us fall in love with that character to be invested in who she was and her yeah um you know her, her her you know priorities or whatever those were and dude then they just yank her away in such a blunt violet gruesome manner and, you, and then you watch the pain that he goes through like his oh, like no. 30 second cry that he allows himself oh, yeah no. dude oh. yeah just oh banger just dude absolute such agony. a banger Cause, cause, i know dude cause, cause, i know it's a you great movie tell, and in the car before all that happens you could tell like they really they still truly like love each other they just have so much pain from the baby dying that they just couldn't be with each other anymore but you could tell yeah, they're still like totally in love with each other, dude. I think it might be. That's what I read. Oh no, I think there, I know. Like, I think that's. I think that was what we're what we're tracking. I think. I think that's what they meant. Yeah. Because I was feeling yeah. that too. But yeah, yeah it, but it was. So there's no. What I really thought was cool too, and it made it more immersive and also very interesting, is that blood spatter on the lens. They kept they kept it on the lens. Yes. Yeah. They kept it I there. thought that was fucking cool. Well, because that, that happens a few it's times. So, it makes more sense if yeah. you're gonna move like I'm in the scene yeah. with you. So immersive. I mean, aside yeah. from wiping it off with a hand, yep. as if it were my own wiping my yep. own face. That's the only way to do it. Yep, I thought it was sick. I thought it was awesome. A good move. Yeah. Here's 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 my question. Do you think? Because I mean, that happened again. Also later on in that it building happened twice. Scene. That happened twice. again. Yeah. Yep. It it twice. Did it twice. And I'm just wondering, like, was it maybe uh, CGI? 
I mean, it could have been. Or I thought that they... too. I was thinking that. I was like, is it CGI or is it real? And it was a part of me. I'm like, it could be either one. But it if could it's be, and real, it still doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's real, but either yeah, either way, I think it was a it was a solid move. It was a smart move. But if it's real, I know that they probably had a take that was like with it and without it, and they were like, we're going with it. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's a better look. You know, it's so. it's oh yeah, a hundred percent, dude. And then, but yeah, I mean, then then they have the scene where they're at the after they pass through and they've killed the cops because he fucking killed the cops. That guy Luke, played by Chwedel Edio Four. But you know, you you have this whole scene with him, and he's with uh, uh, Julianne Moore's character and everything. And they get to the farmhouse where he meets the other fishes, as they call them. They call them fishes. Those people, that terrorist organization, they call them fishes. I I don't know why they call them fishes. Do you guys figure that part out? I don't know why they call them that. I don't know. Knows? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think I, I caught that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know even, why they call them. But I, don't, way, I don't know if I was even thinking about it, but yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so they go to this. Um, they go to that that farm, which is apparently like a safe house for them, and and that's where that's where you finally find out that she's pregnant because you didn't know she was pregnant in the car because this car was before that happened. Then you find out that she's pregnant. You're like, holy shit! Now the stakes are really high, and as they're getting out, as, as you know, he's walking around. You know, he's he can't sleep. He's walking around the farm, and he hears that guy Luke, and this guy that guy Patrick played by Charlie Hunnam walk in and he starts figuring out that that whole thing that happened with the, it was just with to overthrow the woodland the bandits no no but the woodland <laughs> bandits was like that was calling. paid off we're going to call them the yeah. woodland bandits yeah. that that whole scene i don't think i don't think i don't know maybe she was supposed to die they she were just trying to overthrow to her and then yeah. and, and increase yeah. the power of their movement Go to war yeah, with exactly. their, their their government and overthrow their government. Yeah. Like they yeah. were because acting for selfish means, just like everybody else, yeah. rather mm-hmm. than you know the force for good to try and you know get humanity back on track. And that's what that she was trying acting. to do. Yeah, and that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, she was yeah. trying to move that move that forward. And they were just like, "Fuck that, and, we're gonna do it." And that's way. why she told her Key said, "You can trust him," because she knew. Yes. That this oh, guy, yeah. yeah, you could trust. Like she was, if right. there's anyone I could trust, it's my ex-husband. So, like yeah. that's what she said. You, yes. you trust well, him. That's, and then oh, she even said, that's dude, why, you're that's right. Why, that's, that's why, why he I was so to you. cling to her. Yeah. Well, that's then she yeah. even said, that's why I went to you for us because I trust you. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. And yes. Honestly, wow, it makes I a ton of sense. That. And they yeah. even that that uh, perfectly placed kiss of theirs just. Like it made sense. Like having having loved someone like that, mm-hmm. you see, like how real that moment is. Like, well, what about us? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Like how and genuine and real. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, and it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like a fake little peck. Like it. Well, you could tell. Like that. That. That's still something for them. You know. Yeah. Which is wild. I mean, this movie, man. God, this it's a good movie. movie. This is a great flick, guys. Fucking. Man, and it's I only an hour and forty five minutes long. I know and they it's, packed it all in. They packed they it all packed in. It was, it was perfectly so it flowed great. Yeah, I don't, there, think, there I don't was, have yeah. really bad things to say about this. I don't think. You know, and I mean, and it was what a great way to finish it too. Mm. Right? Agreed. Well, yeah. Let's, okay, like the ship yeah. actually showed up, the dude. Showed it was up. real, yeah, dude. And it is he was dead or is he passed out? Yeah. What's going on? And we don't know if he lives. He probably could have been. He's died. I assume he I love died. It. I assume too. I, I, too. I assume he died. Yeah. I mean, he probably bled out. But either way, I think he died. He died happy that she was gonna be okay because he knew in his heart of hearts that she was gonna be okay. 
and he died yeah. happy. And and you know, she gave him that send off saying, you know, that she named the baby after his kid. You know, so it's yeah. just well, like he made lot, it happen. There's a lot. He, he promised his and wife then, he would do it. Yeah. And yeah. then Quaron, of course, ends it very hopeful, not just because she made it out, but at the end of the movie, there's children laughing and playing. Yeah. The sound. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, isn't that great? That I was great. That. I know, dude. That, that, that was a great filmmaker, guys. That gave Jeez. me goosebumps. Bro. Me too. I, I like, really did. Shit. Me too. I did think it was a little <laughs> strange for them filmmaker. to show, for them to, to play the sound of kids and not follow through with like a picture of kids in a park at some point. Like another but you closure. Don't have but, but whenever they had made that comment earlier in the movie about the sound of children playing and laughing, that made that ending with just audio that much sweeter like because that was the whole yeah that's the whole point that was it it. it led you to it they gave you the ending right at that moment halfway through the movie and also guys there's something you probably probably didn't know which is what i did i did on purpose i was like well let me see what happens at the end of the credits at the end of the credits they ended also with children laughing oh the credits end with kids laughing too like they go through all the credits cool. and everything, yep. and it ends with the same thing. It's it's it was awesome. I was like, yeah. oh my god, a great it's, touch. It was great. It yeah. was a great touch. But okay, so let's talk about the scene where he's in the building. So no, oh, dude, this one. Ooh. He makes it. He makes it to Brex Hill. He makes it to Brex Hill, which is the refugee camp, the Fuji camp. They call them all Fujis, which I thought was hilarious and funny. And I was just <laughs> like, wow, that's cool that they call them all Fujis. But he makes it to the Fuji why, camp. Why? I don't get it. I wondered why they the used band, that. the Fugees. No, because um, refugees. The refugees. Oh, refugees. okay. Sorry. No. Yeah, that, that's 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 also the name of the band, the Fugees, is because they were Which all Haitian refugees. refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, they're 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 children of Haitian of Haitian refugees. That's that was uh the Fugees. But either way, so they call them all Fugees and all that kind of stuff, and and they're at the the the, the refugee camp in Brexhill. Which is essentially they just probably they just literally probably walled off the entire town and made it a refugee camp, which is kind of fucking crazy if you think about it. But they get to the camp and whatever. He goes through the night with her. She fucking gives birth. And as they're trying to make their way, which that lady Marika helps her, you know what I mean? Like as they're trying to make their way, which is another great thing about just she people. She never just shuts saying, up the whole time. She never shuts up. Oh, yeah. But she. They they make they they like people helping them right Marika? off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know about Marika. Yeah, you better not say a <laughs> fucking word about Marika. <laughs> What's wrong? You keep your mouth shut about Marika. She <laughs> talks the whole. It doesn't time. matter. Marika came in clutch. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, she dude. actually followed through. She wasn't yeah. a total jerk. I get it. Like she <laughs> had no obligation dog. to be. A good she did person. not have to do that either. Yeah. I agree. Not at all. Be great. Yeah. yeah. And she took him that 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 old that old couple who ended up you saw they had a Nobel Peace Prize on their fucking no. award <laughs> shelf, dude. Jesus, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! But and then so as they're trying to make it to the rowboat, Luke and Patrick and the rest of the fishes catch up to them because apparently it's the uprising. Like they're finally uprising the Fujis, and they they take him away, and by sheer luck. The army shows up and kills off all of the fishes except for, except for the except for Marika and fucking Theo. Like they survive, and and he goes after her. He and this whole scene is in one shot, which is fucking just oh my god. Yeah, it's it had to be like around seven minutes long, I guess. I don't know. It it's probably insane. on the internet what the exact. Well, it, but I it's mean, a one take. It, it, there's uh, a lot of wipes, and they're very artful. Yeah, but yeah, what are you talking about? 
That wasn't a single take. Oh, no, 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 it was a one take, and however long it was, just like nineteen seventeen mm-hmm. is yes. a one take, even though they didn't shoot it in one take. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right, right. So, well, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you know how actually, you know how many takes was nineteen seventeen actually? I don't know. How I many? think it was like eighteen. No, the, the wait, they actually did it all the way through eighteen times. No, they, they did eighteen takes. They did I don't 18 believe it. Takes. No, That's I don't believe it. Cut. No. All right, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Hell no. You I know, have done I know, that I know. Internet, internet, I need you to come through for us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look for that now. Movie. I know, I can tell you one movie was 12 takes, and that was an old Hitchcock flick, but yes. Yeah. But I'll, I'll find what, out. There was like uh, airplanes crashing in the ground and shit in 1917. I don't think they could have <laughs> done there was, there was, they had to, if they did that shit in 18 takes, that'd have been an expensive movie. Oh, no, if they did it in eighteen takes, that would be the cheap. Well, yeah, no shit, that would. They're gonna be blow up that many planes. Yeah, good point. I forgot about that. Anyway, I mean, unless they're so, CG in them every time, right? Maybe yeah. it's just a uh, you know a wide yeah. sky. Uh, yeah. But either way, so this this is a, a one take shot that he's that all this stuff is happening that Tomas just explained, and yeah. meanwhile, Key gets kidnapped in the same shot. Mm-hmm. She gets kidnapped and yeah, found does. by them. In the same shot, okay? Mm-hmm. It's kidnapped and found. So this is all happening again. And um, he gets himself into... Uh, uh, Clive Owen gets himself into a building that's literally being mangled with Dude, yes. with uh, I have to say, the sustained tension throughout that whole sequence, even on the way out, as bullets are randomly ricocheting into the room and killing people... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That are just holding still because of the moment, you know, that the, this, this, uh, the, the weight of this occasion, right? And like people just drop dead every few seconds because of a stray bullet. Dude, what a yeah. great way to hold and, the attention, yeah. dude. And, it, nuts, and, it's, and also, too, it's, it's, um, again, no cutting. So you have nowhere to be but in it with him. Mm-hmm. yeah dude, that's why there's real. no cuts like you're just in there and that's so uncomfortable but like so necessary and awesome and um anyway so he finds he finds key and um there's drama in seas this is when chiwetel Ejiofor gets gets has his last moment too um, yeah when they're when they're on the on the roof there they have some words and whatever yeah, his character was frustrating too by the way he was frustrating and there's that and in that scene you saw like like a few times, like they missed his head, like the bullets, like really quick. I'm like, oh shit, dude! Like yep. it was like by inches, yep. inches he missed yep. him. So meanwhile, Key has the baby, right? And mm-hmm. Key uh, at this, yeah, yeah, Key has the baby, yeah. So Key has she's the had the baby. baby, yeah. She 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 gave birth the night before. Yeah, yeah. So Key, I meant like she. I don't think somebody else had her. She had. She was with the. Yeah, no, yeah. She yeah, had her the whole time. Her. Yeah, yeah. We had her the whole time. Yeah, I don't she know had the whole time. Again. That was when they were running through yeah, the streets yeah. and the baby was crying. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. they're trying to get out of this building that's being mangled with bullets, and as they're leaving the building, the the baby's crying because there's a lot of like we said, Derek before there was people tripping, like going crazy, bullets, all this yeah. stuff all, all over the place. Until finally, someone realizes that there's a baby crying, and then the next person realizes it, and the next person, and they start all touching this the baby chaos, like it's contagious. They and, all start realizing. Yeah, they all realize, and all this chaos and 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 melee and in in war, just straight up war. 
there's yeah. silence yeah and there's silence for like like uh, what oh, well over a minute where there's just people staring yes. at like baby. a solid two or three minutes that yeah. sequence goes on yeah there's people staring at the baby and reaching towards the baby and it's in nothing is aggressive nothing is 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 uh just is bad all of it just is the beauty of the human condition yeah like wow we're seeing a baby for the first time in almost 20 years you know, this is the first time that they've seen or heard a baby in 20 years. So the calamity stopped and they just like embraced it and breathed it in. And that's what it felt like. It felt like, OK, we're yeah. getting this this moment to breathe into because we're following this camera for like seven or eight minutes through like fucking <laughs> hell, dude. It's fucking right. hell. Yeah, dude. And then you get this it's chaos breath. the whole time. Yeah. You get this breath where everyone's letting them pass and letting them walk through. They're like, OK, we got to get this baby out of here. And we're getting this moment and they uh, this moment of, of, of reprieve. And, and they're walking in the road and they're going to walk away and then. Boom, somebody shoots an RPG. And yeah. after the RPG goes off, goes to hell again. It goes right back to hell. Everything goes right back to hell. How normal. frail that moment is. So frail. And it was lost and shattered just quickly by uh, a stupid humans. What a what a fucking metaphor. Well, it's man. because I mean, if you think about it, like not it's it's clearly the gravitas of that moment is incredible, right? The way that the 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 weight of oh my gosh like society might sustain right we might make it out of this and how fragile that 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 moment is 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 only believable when you're standing right there so if they had put it on television and told the world no one would ever like, like half the population would still just keep going crazy yeah. mm-hmm. it was the fact that they saw it firsthand live they can see the child breathing yeah they knew it was real and that was enough to cause such a pause in the middle of a war zone. You're pausing. Mm, mm. Yeah, dude. I mean, th- then, then, then of course, then we see them make it to with Marika cause Marika's alive. She survived this whole thing. And she's still Marika's alive. A G. And yeah, she, man. yeah, dude. She still got the fucking dog in her arms. I know she's so- got her dog the whole time. She survives <laughs> with her dog. It's incredible. <laughs> And then she, she deserves takes it. To the she deserves it. She, dare, she deserves it, man. Yeah. And then she makes it to the rowboat, and they go out, and uh, she shows up to the rowboat, and they go out to the sea. To and go she doesn't leave the with buoy. them. She doesn't no. leave with them, which is a safe, which would have been a safe move for her to get in yeah. that boat, but she wouldn't go for some reason. Maybe she thought she'd be dead weight or something. Mm-hmm. And, Probably. Yeah. Which was sad because I wanted Marika to go because she saved the day. You know? Yeah, well, she, she was, was doing her service, you know, like she felt that she'd played her part and, you know, I, they didn't really indicate too much. But, you know, like we got the midwife who was um, super religious in some sort of modern religion that it yeah. had brewed <laughs> up. Right. <laughs> Maybe Marika had, you know, another flavor of a modern religion that she felt she had played her role yeah, and was time to see herself out. Yeah. I'm sure it was a convenient yeah. plot mechanism for them to just see such a climactic finish with just the two of them in the boat. Yeah. But yeah. all the same, it didn't draw us out of the story. It didn't seem like a weird decision to make. It didn't oh, seem no. out of place. Oh, no. No, no, not at all. It no. worked just fine. Oh, no, no. I thought know? it was a great, great. I just was sad that she didn't go because I liked her character. That's all it was. <laughs> it was like, man, yeah. I liked her. But no, I think it was a, it was it didn't it wasn't a bad movie for her. To well, the thing about like she wasn't even she wasn't even part of like the incel, no, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the secret no. you know yeah, yeah. No, rebel no. club. No, no, yeah, she yeah. was just no, doing no, no. what was right. She was doing the Lord's work, bro. Mm-hmm. Exactly, That's what she was doing exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 everything changed for her because at that point, all you thought of her was like somebody who was 
making who who just had you know connections with Sid yeah. at that point. But then when she saw the baby, like you could see like she turned because She's she started like, yeah. hitting Sid with that pipe. <laughs> she yeah, dude. Yes. She did She was like, she kept on, she was trying to say, bad, he's bad, he's a bad man, he's a bad man. Oh god. Go away, go away. Like that. And yeah, dude. dude the no. way that Sid was was knocked the fuck out too by Clive Owen was, yeah, was violent. Yeah, it dude. Violent. It just looked crazy. Like, when he got beat like, with that what, what brick he hit it with the a end. battery? I don't know what. It it, yeah, it looks like a, I think it was car, a car battery, battery or something. He broke that man's jaw off his face. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, no. But so anyway, they're floating. I, I, oh, sorry, coach. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say they float. So at this point, they're floating out into the ocean. They got on yeah. this boat and they're floating out in a rowboat. And they're in this rowboat and it's Key in, in, in Clive Owen because I forget Clive Owen's character. Theo, Theo. Theo, Theo. that's right. Theo. Yeah. It's Key and Theo. And uh, Key is saying, I'm going to name my 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 uh, daughter Dylan after your son that they mm-hmm. lost with Julianne Morrow. So like that was yeah. really sweet. And you just see him smiling. And, and she it realizes there's blood away. on the boat. She thinks she's bleeding. And it's not her, it's him. He gets shot in the stomach. So, or wherever he got shot, and he's bleeding out on the boat. And they're at this buoy, and Clive Owens is like, I'm oh, not Clive Owens, Theo's is like, Theo's like, the boat will come because Key's like, I think we missed it. I don't think it's going to come. He's like, oh no, it's going to come. It's going to come. Because there's that know. hesitancy the whole time. They never, they even highlight how no one's actually ever talked to the human project. It's always been through a chain of people, right? Yeah. So, yeah. We, they did. They had no certainty. It could have just been hopes and wishes. Yeah, you know. And they've placed that doubt in you as a, as a viewer the entire time. And so they're in this foggy ocean. Do they even exist? Theme. Yeah. Did he just die for nothing? Is she out there with a baby all alone and stranded and you know dead? To, dead to, because the, the, the first child is already lost. Uh-huh. You know. And. And, and and she can't go back because we saw jets fly over and probably turn that entire fucking yeah, town to glass. Yeah. It was like carpet bombing starting to happen. Like uh yeah. yeah. Nothing to go back to. No. So they, they, they're out on this by this buoy and, and Clive Owen's uh, bleeding out. He eventually passes out. Keys, you know, a little bit nervous and upset. She's like, You're gonna be okay, it's gonna be hoping hope it's gonna be okay, and we're just watching her float in the ocean and finally we see a boat. It arrives. Yes. And this is the boat yes. we're looking for. Cut to black. And, and it's the last like Children three laughing. seconds. It's the like yeah. you you just waited with yes. silence and yep. pause forever, yep. it felt like. Yep. And for three yeah. seconds we see the boat and we're like, Thank God, yep. come yep. on. Yep. Yeah. No, no, and I thought it was cool that the boat's name was called Tomorrow. Yeah. Because yeah. because what what is it that people always say that like like there's always hope for tomorrow? Like yeah, yeah. like today may suck, but tomorrow you always have hope that tomorrow's gonna be better. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So I this wonder if that's why he called the ship fight. tomorrow. Yeah. This is a fantastic film, guys. I chose a, it's a incredible fantastic. film. <laughs> right, this is a, such a great choice. <laughs> such a great choice. Well, well I, there was something we discussed before the movie. Talking, let's talk about Alfonso Cuaron. We talked about how Hispanic filmmakers are just fantastic. You know, if you go, you know, you know, starting with, you know, I mean, this is me because I'm fucking partial. Starting with like, you could think, you know, he has his faults, but he's still a great filmmaker. He he makes, you know, he 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 technically he's I, I like the way he works, and he's an independent kind of guy. He's Robert Rodriguez, another. You know, he's got his things, of course. Some people don't like his stuff, but you can't you can't knock the talent. 
I mean, yeah. he's a very talented individual. Then you yeah. also have um, what's his name? Um, the guy who did like Water for Chocolate. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh shit! Uh, anyway, that guy. He's done a lot of good stuff. He's a great actor too. He was the bad guy in fucking Three Amigos for God's sake. So that's one thing. Um, then you have um, then you have um, Almodovar out in Spain. You have like we talked about Almanabad. You have Which fucking you have too. you have the three amigos, you know. I mean, you there's a lot of Spanish, you know, Hispanic and, filmmakers, Spanish and Hispanic filmmakers that just films. They make, they make great films. shit. Yeah, and I just I I don't know, especially like I don't know. Just these three like, guys. If you look at these three guys in particular, and you, you, again, Quaron's catalog is crazy, dude. Like, yeah, two mama tambien in this film. Yes. Like, how is that? They're two completely different movies, and, like, they're both great. Gravity? Yeah, Gravity you have, man. What the freaking, uh, oh, God, I don't know why I can't think Harry of Potter? That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is just, he's, he's great. And dude. then you have, and then Del Toro's the same way, dude. Del Toro has Pan's Labyrinth. He yeah. has Blade 2. He has, although Quaron, although Del Toro is no, more Del hard because he's always niche. loved hard. Yeah, he's got he's got some niche stuff, you know. He's got some niche. He's more niche because he's always yeah. been a horror guy. But yeah, then, but well, then okay, filmmaker. well then let's talk about let's talk about Inaritu. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place too. All over the place. He had all these are all different directors, and, I assume. And, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, the directors. You know, it's really funny about I think, except I don't think this is the same for Del Toro. I might be wrong. But uh, uh, Inuretu and uh, Cuaron both use Emmanuel Luzbeski as their they cinematographer. Do. They do. Because he's the fucking shit, dude. <laughs> you imagine why. having to share your talent like that? What'd you say? You have to share your talent like that. Pretty much. You know, so I like, want to do my film this year, but I can't. But it's not just because him. Because so, you got there first. Yeah, it's not just him. It's Terrence Malick that uses them. There's a bunch of people. If you look at yes. Emmanuel Luzbeski's shit, he's got a very large catalog of films. He is fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's fucking great, dude. He is fucking. It's it's wild how good this guy is, it. dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm Are sure guys... he's paid handsomely. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's I... putting out work like that. I know. You guys want to rate this bitch? Let's rate this bitch. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll yeah, go. go. All right. So, as far as the motion picture is concerned, um, I mean, we've talked about it. We've waxed poetic about it. I mean, the fucking movie's amazing. I'm gonna give this movie a solid, solid. Mm. 8.5 All right. I'm disappointed in you. I am what? a little too. I am a little too. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Shut the fuck up, both of you. Just go. My rating's not Shut all the that fuck up. Off. Um how well it was made, I put a four point six. I hate you both. <laughs> and four point six? Yeah, how much I enjoyed it? A four point three. So that's an eight nine. Eight point nine. Okay. See, I think, I think this is guys. I, I I listen. I think your scores are fair, but I think this is a nine. It's a you, solid ooh. nine. Okay. This is okay. a nine. I, I feel like everyone should I watch it. Overshoot with you. I was gonna thought you were gonna say like a nine three or something. No, no. I think everyone should watch it. I don't think it's. This is not like this is a nine where I think it's a great movie that everyone should watch. It's not a nine one though or a nine I, two. It's I a told nine. my daughter. It's I told my daughter nine. to watch it. 
Yeah, yeah it's I, a hard I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just I did eight point five more than anything else was because I just for me it was too short. I wish I had more. Honestly, I wish I had. More. <laughs> you, you, that's why you were mad. That you wanted more. I'm a little mad because it was a lot more. Yeah. It was too short for me. I wish. I think if we had gotten the two hours. We would have gotten a lot more. I would have lagged it a lot more. But I, I, I'm not saying it's not a great movie. I think it's a fucking it's amazing. Too much movie. of a good it's thing, amazing. man. Okay. Fair oh, enough. that's there's never too much of a good thing. All right, so uh, let's go to our top shelf. Uh, Derek, you want to go first? No, 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 no. I want to hear what Eric's top shelf is. My top shelf. Yeah, let's see. Your... I'm so excited to share it with you. And what is it? Kind what of is it? talked it? about it already. But I saw the Super Mario movie this weekend. It was so <laughs> oh, awesome. <yes. laughs> I loved it. I like loved oh, it my so God. much. There was so many things in it. It was just it was like nostalgia ultra. But but beyond that. Um, there's like little like tiny little picadillos that are really great and funny. Like for instance, did, oh, Derek, have you guys have you seen it? You he hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen it yet. No. Dang, well, I can't talk about it right now. But either way, <laughs> there's just really funny thing. There's, there I are. laughed out loud several times and uh, yes. had had just such a fun time looking for the Easter eggs too. Um, because oh there's my God. so many of them. So like, many. I mean, there's no way to see. You'd have to watch that movie 15 times, 20 times to see like even half of them probably. But Oh my um, God. The funniest part in that movie, it's nothing that, it's not like spoilery. It's just, it's hilarious because it's, it's exactly the way I think of it is he Bowser's talking to the army and he's like celebrating everything happening. He's like, uh, Koopas, uh, 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 hammer brothers. And then he goes, and those weird spike shell guys, like, you know, like no one knows yeah. their names. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, dude. Dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> dude, it's such a good movie. It was just well done. I enjoyed it. I, I feel like, I, like you, if you have, I, you got to see it. Derek, if you haven't seen it yet, so I will. Yeah, get it's right. when I have internet, yeah. I'm sure it'll be available for me to stream yes, at some yes. point. But that's my top shot. Uh, okay, uh, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good pull. That's a good pull. Um, let's see what was. Oh my god, I just went to the movies the other day for it with um with my daughter. Oh yes, my top shelf actually just came out in the theaters. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh okay. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you didn't see it coming but to be honest with you dude it was unbelievable i fucking cried in the movie my oh, daughters wow. cried in the movie oh, wow. dude i know you i know i know you're not a marvel guy eric i get that yeah, but, but i like the, i like was, the, i like the series it's a great ending to the series great ending oh this to is the series. so this is ending it of the, the Guardians, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. yeah. I At least like this trilogy. This, this is the is last. The only... this, is the, this is the trilogy. Now, okay. it doesn't mean that these you won't see these characters pop up in other stuff still. But as far as the Guardians of the Galaxy, this iteration is done. Well, I'll watch it then because I watched the first two because I like Guardians of the Galaxy. And I did enjoy Rock. Yeah, James. He's a pretty good character. Yeah. And um, gosh, what's the guy who doesn't have emotion? What's his name? Drax. Yeah. Drax. Comedic character. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Dave, it's David amazing. Bautista. Yeah, David Bautista. Bautista. David Bautista. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, and he said he's never playing this character again. He's never going to play the character again. He's already said he's done with it. He's done with it. Yeah, it's probably annoying. Yeah. I get it, but, but it's now, great. Lots of he's paint, hilarious. Man. Lots of paint. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. Paint. But yeah. dude, all over his body yeah, all the yeah. time. Dude, but the story that that's in this motion picture, dude, is it's wonderful. It's heartbreaking. It's painful to watch at some points, and but. Absolutely rewarding at the end. It's they're fucking gonna lean into delicious. his mom again. 
Do we have Ooh. to hear about how his mom? You have to watch it. You have to. Watch. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. You got to watch it, guys. Honestly, you got to watch it. It's worth yeah, your time. Yeah, right. It right. is right. worth your two and a half hours because it's two and a half hours. Jesus Christ! Gotta watch this. It's worth it though. Now. It's worth it. And then James Gunn came out the other day saying he brought he created the the uh, the lore of the Infinity War lore of the Infinity Saga lore. He created in ninety minutes. He's <laughs> like, I created that shit in ninety minutes, and they went yeah, with. Yeah, there you it. go. So, there you go. So, anyways. But, uh, so my picks, but yeah, yeah, but what about you? Yeah. Uh, we've talked it, we've joked about it a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm lacking internet right now, so I'm pretty much limited on the <laughs> shit that I've got. And uh, so I'm revisiting old goodies and, and you know, uh, shows that I used to really watch a whole lot of. And you know what show I got back into? Um, it's funny you're talking about, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm kind of, I've mentioned before, I'm kind of burnt out on, on Marvel and I'm starting to like give them less and less of my attention. And I probably would not have seen it had Thomas not picked it. But Comic Book Men is a great show on oh, AMC a good show. that I just find it, it's such it, in a lot of ways. It's just how, you know, whenever we get here to record and we get to talk about film, we get to talk about things we're passionate about, things we care about, uh, common interests and so forth. You know, just watching these guys stand around a counter all day long in New Jersey <laughs> and just talk shop about comic book characters and tell stories and meet interesting people. It's just a turn your brain off kind of enjoyable kind of show. I Are really they still making it. that show? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I've got um, DVDs, you know, because uh, no internet. Yeah. And oh my god, I just watch the reruns basically. That's like it's Kevin. Great. That's Kevin Smith's show, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. I think because he, he he's he's definitely present in like the wrap up yeah. sequence of of every episode. Um, well, I think he produces it or something. Something well, like not that. Not just he produce. Not just he produces. That's his comic store. Yeah, yeah, yeah he that. owns it, but he's not like, he's not like part of every. He's not no. part of the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know, he's, he's not. like there no, he's for not. for the the voiceover kind of scenario kind yeah, of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic book man, it's a great series. I really enjoy it. If cool. uh, you like learning about uh, you know old comic book history or cool things that have happened to certain characters over time, it's cool. Yeah, why not? Good stuff, man. Nice. All right. Well, Derek, you're picking now, dude. What's up? Talk to us. Oh, what is man. your pick for the next so, episode? This is this is it. But you know, I've got to give you the gravity of the situation here. We're we're about to lose a man. We're about to be a man down. Eric is going to be stepping away. Unfortunately. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I understand why you're leaving. I, I appreciate you actually having a legitimate reason, although basically you told me. I hate Derek. It's not me. It's you. And yes. I feel like I've heard that one <laughs> one too many times. That's correct. Um, Eric's working on, you know, we've talked before about how he's done a few films in the past. He's moving on to a new project. He's got a new film that he started working on now. And we're probably still mm-hmm. maybe a couple years from seeing that completed, um, you know, check back to keep on our watch on our Instagram. Once that, you know, goes public, we will absolutely be uh, shouting it from the rooftops because I'm excited already yeah. being able to get a little bit of behind the scenes and the things that you're working on and whatnot. But Eric's going to be stepping away and he's going to be working on his uh, you know project with this new film. And with that being the case, my pick <laughs> is going to be his last episode with yeah, us. Of course. Yes. Fucking happen. Yep. Now, there's lots of forces at play when it comes to me picking a movie. But I have to say that, you know, key among them was my one more allotted anime episode. Oh, no. <laughs> because and you can't say no to it. 
And we made we made a rule. I got one more. That was it for the year. It just so happened that the year wrapped up around, I don't know, June. So uh, I'm I'm gonna be, you know, pulling in something that I, I don't think I will ever get another opportunity to watch with you if I don't make you do it now. And so I want to share with you one of my favorite anime movies. Can I guess? Because I know you're going to get it. Go ahead. How yeah. am I going to get it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, now I feel Try. Weird. Try. How, if you get it wrong, so then it's still hilarious. <laughs> I also forget the name of it, but I just know that the, you've talked about it a couple times that Evangelion. Oh. Is it that one? <laughs> I Neon like Genesis I Evangelion? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Might, yeah, I would be so we won't, we, we, we won't be able to understand it. I know exactly it, what no, movie you're gonna pick, though. Movie. It is not that. I know movie. what movie you're, you're gonna, gonna pick. pick. I know what movie you're gonna pick. Does it start with a G? Uh, it does. It does. So it's, I can so announce it. <laughs> Neon Neon Genesis is a great film, but it is for the the very uh, deep anime lovers. It would not survive. That that movie's a little odd. <laughs> that movie's a lot. So we're gonna watch. It's the, the, you would, we're Derek, gonna watch Ghost in the Shell. Oh, I knew yes. it. Yes. 1995 animated original version. Um, for anybody at home, if you want to watch it ahead of us, this is the 1991-1995 version. It was re-released as Ghost in the Shell 2.0 later on with some CG added. Uh, you, we're not going to be watching that version. We're watching the original from 1995, so not the remake. Um, I'm pumped about this. Ghost in the Shell is a show that sucked me in very early on whenever they first put the TV series on Netflix back when Netflix was like streaming was still very new for them. And I was still getting DVDs every a couple of days from them. <laughs> um, so was I. This is, this is one of my favorite anime and it is not, it's a great I, one. I don't, I don't mean to say that it's, it's something that is truly incredible in film or history. It is a movie that I love that has been influential. I think we've talked a little about how it's had impact on other films that we hold in high regard but um it's such a good movie to me so i'm i'm eager to share it, it with you i am looking forward to our last episode with you for the moment that i get to hear your opinion on such a phenomenal <laughs> piece of film and cinema work <laughs> and i'm excited to uh, uh have that be your swan song is this anime of choice <laughs> swan, you could swan song you could swan song my ass <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, well, man. all right. Well, so, that's a good. I, honestly, that's a good choice too. When you I when you come back to our next episode, good. when that gets released, hopefully in the near future, just come into it with a special drink, being pretty to 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 listen in and sing Eric's anime swan song. Oh, God. Farewell. That'll be his last episode. <laughs> good night, season. Eric. Good night, Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. All right, guys. Everybody, that's our next movie. And um, as always, we leave with a quote. Um, and I think we already know, we, I have a couple quotes, so we're going to do with one is from Miriam, the midwife. And she says, as the sound of playgrounds faded, the despair set in. Very odd what happens in a world without children's voices. So I think that's one of the most amazing lines in, in a movie that, especially this type of movie, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's unreal. And then, of course, my, my second favorite line is, put my finger <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. Good one. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>